November 15th, 2023. I am at Joel Pearl. It's time to get in the weeds. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. You know what? Let's get into it. It's 10 after the hour. I apologize. My computer is the problem this time. It's the culprit. I suddenly it decided, hey, I'm going to do an update. And then it decided that every step along the way, it was going to freeze like hell. So uh, I apologize for that. That's it's not my internet. I've got gigabit internet. It technically two gigabit if I updated my 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 card, but I've got gigabit internet and it works great. But uh, that's the problem this morning. Not the groceries. Not the dial up. Not the the state of the universe. My computer decided to be a little bitch. Joel, Joel, Joel. Jeremy Lambert's here. Hi. For ten minutes. 10 minutes as the people in the chat wondered where we were. Ryan's correct. Joel's fault. 100% Joel's fault. For 10 minutes, I've just been sitting here, Joel. I've been sitting here trying to find myself, get behind myself, need to rewind myself. What, what are we doing, Joel? Apparently looking up Rick Ross lyrics. No. Looking for the payback. Listen to the playback. Spice Girls? They say that every man bleeds just like me, Joel. NWA? Are you giving up scoops? Flip Gordon's going to join the NWA? Oh, boy. Yeah, I saw this was a was a <laughs> thing with his different hats. Someone in the chat's going to pop big for, for this uh, reference, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I love Tony. Do you not know the song? Do you really not know the song? I not by lyric uh, lyrical content. That's a, that's the opening of the song. I feel like number one, yet I'm last in line. Watch my youngest son. It helps pass the time. Took too many pills to help to ease the pain. Made a couple dollar bills. But I feel the same. Everybody knows my name. Say it way out loud. What, Joel? A lot of folks. I, I censored myself. It's hard to hang out in crowds. Guess that's the price you pay. I know Be some it is. big shot like I am. I'm asking you please to stop. What happened? I can't I can't listen to any kid rock anymore. Oh my god. Why why why, why? oh my god knows why You got that you got that one oh guy you popped that one Oh the God knows why 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 oh my god knows why I'm getting, I'm getting... Me through the river take me to the river yeah getting messages from the anonymous itw general manager saying i'm so mad i recognize this so fast good song man oh god that's awful anyway give jeremy money for his work uh both on and off myself everybody i knew five minutes in i censored myself that's so funny Kid Rock and Creed performances constantly. Ask him why he's so mad at me. Who said this? Who do you think? Uh, 
She's she's spent an entire year married to you. Plus now, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's what I thought too. That's unfortunate. Oh my goodness! Uh, this is the show. Leave a thumbs up on the video, and of course, subscribe to us here on Bible Overbooked. And while you're here, donate a super chat, any message, your question, or statement read on the air. We have plenty to talk about. I'm sure. Uh, the plan tentatively. <sighs> Let's see again. This is we've, this this has happened before. Joey Janela at 11 a.m. Eastern. We're going to find out in about 45 minutes. Hopefully, Joey's able to join us. If not, we have other plans for the rest of the week that will hopefully come to fruition and we'll have some fun. But we do here anyway, Jeremy. We, we, I'm going to be honest with everybody. This is not uh, Joey Janela's fault at all. Um, this is just who, oh, look, if Joey comes on, we're definitely going to sing. Joey's a big karaoke guy. He, he performs is. in front of Hulk Hogan and nasty boy Brian Knobs. So we got to ask him about that. Holy yeah. shit. Big karaoke guy, Joey Janela. <sighs> so, uh, you know, Joey was supposed to join us last week, and he's planning to run in late, and uh, he also just said he forgot everything. So I was like, we good next week? Is that, is that cool? He's like, yeah, Wednesday's cool. There, right. I'll send you a message. He's like, okay. I sent him a message last night or yesterday morning. Didn't hear from him. I sent him a message again after the uh, Andrade news dropped. I was like, Joey, we good? Everything good? Tomorrow at 11. I got back a shore, just a shore. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, cool. See that. I'll send you a message in the morning. So I sent him a message in the morning. Do you know where Joey Janela is right now? he's not on the revolver show is he he's not going to japan no where's gcw this weekend they're in la aren't they they're running seattle they're seattle yeah oh no 8 a.m joey that's joey janela joey janela was in vegas at some point in the last 24 hours yes that he dropped 800 dollars, but ate very well i'm gonna be honest with people it's about 80 20 of joey on this show today and the 80s a no the 20s a yes that's the odds i'm giving that's the if you guys want to make some bets here yeah give vegas odds on this since we're really timely on this one yeah it's uh i'm i'm going the the odds of joey showing up are at about yeah plus plus 300 if you want to make a bet on that you know not terrible odds plus 300 Bet a hundred bucks, win three hundred bucks. Say, you know, so plus three hundred on Joey showing up here. Wow. Well, there you go. Get your bets in, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but also, we won't pay out. Maybe Vegas will. Just tweet Joey. Just go ahead, tweet Joey. Be like, hey, are you, will you be on in the weeds at eleven a.m. Eastern, eight a.m. Pacific, <laughs> and see if see if it comes through. See if he comes through. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, this should be a bit. Every show is Janela Watt. <laughs> there are enough it's people turning into it. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday is just gonna be let's see if we can book Joey for today's show. It's like uh what was the Kimmel bit? Apologies to Matt Damon. That was where they ran out of time today. They never had Matt Damon on. This is uh, apologies to in the weeds. Joey cannot be here today. You know we'll what? see. It's like Sean on Mondays, Joey Watch on Wednesdays, and Zarian on Fridays. Look at that. There you go. There you go, everyone. Zarian sent me a very funny photo of himself yesterday and said, I've got a new gimmick. And it was very, uh, 
very the family looking gimmick. It was I'll, I'll send it to you later, but it was very funny. He oh, was yeah. helping someone uh, move apparently, and it was he he looked he looked real g'd up. It was funny as hell. <laughs> anyway, speaking of, speaking of g'd up, speaking of g'd up, happy anniversary to the G Unit album. There is a song on that album called G'd Up. They stay g'd up, Joel. They, they do. Uh, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of Fifty Cent, make sure you holla G Unit. He does not want to be in the pen for clapping one of his fans. Anyway, uh, while we're also giving the shout outs, Brian Cage, Mel Santos, welcome to new baby. Yesterday, officially, they announced it. So congratulations to Brian and uh, Mel Santos. Get Brian, on. His name is now Brian Santos. Now that I've called them Brian and Mel Santos, he has adopted the Santos name. She's not Mel Cage. He is Brian Santos. I'm going to answer it. Good on them. You know, we like we like people having kids. Carmella had her kid last week. Carmella and right. Corey Graves. So good on good on these wrestlers. Fucking that's past ten. You can say it. Good on them. Nine months ago they were fucking. I guess. Yes, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say we don't know what they've been up to since. Yeah, they also already have a kid. So like, you know, good stop. on them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Logan Paul's fucking in the U.S. title. He was specifically told not to. He doesn't listen to rules. He's not a rule follower, that Logan Paul. By the way, I would like credit for uh, correctly saying, because Logan pointed this out. Maybe Logan's just being a good guy. I don't know. But everyone's praising Logan. Oh, save Ray, save Ray, save Ray. I was the one. SB3 was on this show last Monday. Saved Ray. Look at Logan Paul. So great. He saved Ray. And I'm like, maybe it was Logan's fault. Maybe Logan was too far back. Have we thought about this? Have we given this two seconds of thought to think that Logan might have been too far back? And Logan said, I think I was too far back. Ray did not clear enough ground. We had to save it. And maybe he's being nice guy Logan Paul, but stuff happens. This is not to say Logan Paul did a bad job. It's not to take away anything from Logan Paul, who is fantastic. But I, I hate to admit this, Joel. I really hate to admit this. I think I'm a Logan Paul fan. I don't know why I hate to admit that. He was on he was on a Fox Business promoting this like gold prime bottle. Have you seen this nonsense? No, but I can absolutely believe that that's something he would do. So it's his gold prime bottle. He's like, yeah, you get prime, you enter a code, and you some not. I have no idea, you know. And then he's like, yeah, if nobody wins it, we're just going to drop this gold prime bottle into a vat of acid, which I don't believe that like he fully thinks is like, I don't know. We're going to drop this to a vat of acid. And I'm just like, this is amazing. And the, the, the Fox, I, I forget who he's on with, but this guy, he's like very, he's very dry and very like quick to the point. I actually really liked him as an interviewer. He's like, you're just like doing stuff, don't you? He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to go viral. Like I'm just trying to do like, you know, yeah, uh, not Gotham. I don't know. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'm just like trying to go viral. Like I'm just trying to do like fun stuff and like I'm just whatever I can, I can do to, he's like, I know what I'm doing. He's like, I know he's the guy was like, so this is like a publicity stunt. And Logan's like, yeah, it is. I admit it. It's a publicity stunt. We're just trying to get people interested. I'm like, I kind of like this guy. Like he's, he's honest about stuff and listening to him yesterday on impulsive uh talk about the the race bot and what he wants to do as a champion and stuff I'm like ah he doesn't he's got a history and he piece of garbage for all of that but now i'm like doesn't seem that terrible 
at least this personality, maybe he's a terrible human being. I'm sure all these people are terrible human beings, but yeah, I kind of like Logan Paul. This is terrible, I know. So two things. One, I love it's like, oh, this is just a big publicity stunt. Logan Paul's entire life is a giant publicity stunt. Yeah, and look what he's yeah. done with it. Credit to him. Yeah, listen, he's gone, he's gone far. I think as a as a wrestler in the wrestling world, he's really proven that he's good at this. And there, there's no harm taking away from that. And by all accounts, he came in. He wasn't egoed up. He he came in and was like, "I'll learn. I will do. I want to do well at this because it's another." He, he he loves athletic endeavors, right? Boxing has been a big thing for him. Wrestling has become a thing. MMA. At one point, I think he wanted to try, or at least was you know training for a bit. He's 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 done it. He and he said it that athleticism and feats of athleticism make him happy. That's great. If he comes in egoless and he wants to learn from people who are better so that he can become great, wonderful. Deserves the praise. Uh yeah, as a human kind of a trash bag. Um I know everyone points to the video his his infamous uh forest video in Japan, but I will also point out that he's uh embroiled in like an nft scandal with that crypto zoo bullshit and that's been something that he's been called on and has not no no nothing i don't think anything has happened from it uh other than just being called out whether or not he was a spokesperson or had direct lines to what it was you know what it was about i don't know but regardless he is not without fault but i will say in the world of professional wrestling yeah he's doing real well and he continues to do well and he's, he's become a good ambassador for wrestling too. You know, he's got the title belt. He's doing stuff he shouldn't be, but he's getting publicity out of it. So he's doing the things that, that you, me, Jensen, SP3, we all talked about being a positive for Logan Paul running with the WWE, a championship of any kind. So I can't take it away from him. He's, he's entertaining. It's very entertaining, very charismatic as well. Super charismatic, but also seems like a, yeah, not a great person. So I don't know. Yeah, he's 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 not terrible because he's honest about scamming people. That is very true. Like, uh, oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, I'm looking at the seating chart they just released for the three day combo tickets for WrestleMania week, and it looks like they're selling tickets behind what would be the staging area. So I think they're hoping for a, a stageless Raw and SmackDown, or just a. a a small type of stage for those events. That looks pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. Survivor Series also is presumably going stageless or low profile stage because uh, those those seats have well been sold behind where they would normally put a stage. It's cool. What if they're selling selling those tickets so you can see backstage? Have you ever been like looked at that area? Yeah, I kind of when I was. Uh, I mean, like they, it shows up all the time on like television every now and again but yeah that little area when i went to smackdown earlier this year we were kind of off to that side to where you could see that that little area so yes i, I have why because because you don't really see much like you see computers you yeah. see people kind of running around but you don't see wrestlers very much and the way that this and i think this is genius the office the backstage set that you see where where gorilla is that is an office that is built every week into the actual set for Raw, SmackDown, whatever you're watching. And there are videos of conversions from arenas, you know, putting up the Raw, SmackDown sets where you see them building the office out as well and like rolling it into place so that they can build the rest of the set around it. My point being like, yeah, sit behind there. You ain't seen shit. Like you don't even see, you don't see the, you won't see anything. You'll see like the roof of that room 
Uh, and, and in AEW, when I went to the first Grand Slam, that was a little more open because they had the they they don't have any like gorilla enclosed area. They just kind of have like we've seen in the backstage, right? It's just a bunch of tables and monitors, unless it's been updated in the last couple of years. It's just it's very bare bones backstage in terms of like what they use or what they use for decoration. Uh, you could see wrestlers kind of getting ready, walking around in. in around the staging area and then kind of walking up the stairs to go out those tunnels but other than that like it's you you see more than AEW show sitting in the back area than you would at a wwe show well i'm i'm saying this is a new a new thing they're gonna open it up so you can see a little bit more of of that stuff you know they're gonna have more going on to like really try to sell these tickets joel it's true you're gonna be able to throw your drink at triple h if you don't like what he's doing hey paul hmm? swoosh can he be as cool that? as Scott Hall? Can he be as cool as Scott Hall? He doesn't have hair, so he couldn't like slick it back if I drank it. Some he just put it in his beard. Maybe, maybe grab it. Just go. Mm, maybe. Mm. <laughs> it's going to become a weird ASMR podcast. <laughs> anyway, let's get into a couple super chats. First one comes from Cody Will saying, "Mickey is gone from TNA promos. Is she SmackDown bound?" Uh, I don't know, but I will say that Mickey was working under the impact banner, the TNA banner, whatever you want to call it now, uh, as it was a handshake deal as a free agent deal. She was never signed to the company fully. It was always just an agreement. She would appear for shows. Uh, so I don't know if this, it, it could be much ado about nothing. Yeah. Hubby's working there. Nick Aldis is there. SmackDown, uh, playing the general manager role on, on air. And also as a producer, it's possible she comes back, but we don't know what her, uh, what her situation is. I don't know if you have anything to add, Jeremy. Did they take her off of the banner because, you know, they have other women, you know, the big TNA rebrands at hard to kill. Um, they, they confirmed, even though it was kind of confirmed before, but Trinity and Jordan. So are they now front and center there? What was the, that? that was, it was the impact wrestling website decides to autoplay video, which is garbage. Oh. Um, no, they, they didn't. I don't think they ever had, mickey on the the original branding for nah she was i remember that that first picture yeah hold on i'll i'll like pull it up on our on the website because i definitely remember an autoplay stuff by the way no 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 no. our website not oh our website oh yeah i don't know if our website autoplay stuff i got it no it doesn't got a good ad blocker the smart it's a smart ass wrestling website Uh, i've so let me look for this uh, photo here. I forgot there's been a lot of TNA stuff since uh, the official announcement. Um, yeah, seriously. Yeah. I do think she was. I, I, I'm i pretty positive she was part of the uh, original picture there. I don't and think so. It could just be she's not there because. Uh, oh, no, she was. You're right. Here it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Between uh, Macklin and uh, Josh Alexander. So no, maybe they took her off because you know they have an, a match announced for hard to kill and so i don't know who's on there now like i'd have to see the new photo uh of who is on there because you could probably put jordan if, like if jordan's in her spot i think that makes sense okay so looking at so they just announced the orlando tapings in january in florida uh hence orlando on the on this it's this is hilarious ace of base so ace austin chris bay uh trinity Alex Shelley, so Motor City Machine Guns, Chris uh, Saban's there too. Tommy Dreamer, and then MK Ultra. So basically, all their title holders, the champions. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. So I wouldn't read too much into that. Like they're putting champions on there. And Cody's saying she's off the roster page as well. It's okay. a, it's entirely and possible that she's done. She lost at Bound for Glory, and then the whole shot wasn't even about you know, uh, it was it wasn't even her opponent. Like it wasn't about Trinity. It was what's next for Mickey James, and it felt like well maybe that was it for Mickey or until they bring her back for another big show. Even for Hard to Kill, I've mentioned like I don't think there's any reason for her to be on the card. It feels like Gail Kim is going to be on the card wrestling against Deanna Perrazzo in like a, you know, passing the torch type of knockouts match. And then that's got a lot of people talking about what happens with Perrazzo. She's going to be a free agent. Where's she going to go? I mean, who knows? But if that's where they're going to go for hard to kill, that's a pretty, uh, pretty big moment for, uh, for Deanna and Gail to have. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if Gail's going to wrestle on there. Um, here's the thing about the the impact roster page by the way heath is still listed i'm pretty sure he's confirmed free agent heath so. will probably the, take a look on friday if he's oh, okay. still on there because he's on the show this thursday oh. resting against moose so that could be one of those like we're letting a kayfabe play out gotcha i know the roster page on impact was a weird thing for a while of like oh yeah this person's on there when they're not signed this person's not on there when they are signed so and you know mickey was gone for a while you would think they would have that thing by the way oh my gosh what did they i mean i know tom like this is upsetting what is this photo oh you're bringing something up of tommy dreamer my gosh most tommy dreamer photos nowadays aren't exactly flattering so let's see oh what this is they they i don't know if they did him dirty hold on i'm gonna put this up uh oh derek says i could show you shoes on uh until the end of october i checked on okay there you go like maybe maybe then mickey is is gone and but like like joel said it seemed like it was kind of a handshake deal in the first place and then you know now now uh might be finished up and maybe she comes back at the start of the new year. Maybe she does show up on SmackDown. All this is obviously there, her husband. So it's possible. Maybe she's the, uh, she's the fourth, fourth woman brother for the, um, for survivor series team. Sure. I don't know how you introduce Mickey. her into that. Yeah. I don't know. Mickey. Cause Mickey coming back to WWE, like, yeah, there are some good matches there, but you gotta, I don't know. You, you can't, you, you gotta play it differently. That's all. Then, than how you brought her back last time. Yeah, I don't think you can just do like Nick Aldis is like, you know what? I got the perfect person for this team. Here's my wife. Oh, my God. The discourse alone would be fantastic, though. Oh, my it God. Was- Nepotism in WWE? <laughs> Never. This photo of Tommy Dreamer. I, I got to see ready. this thing. Are you? It, oh, oh, no. Thomas. <laughs> that- oh. Upper body mean a little bit. Well, I mean, everyone's mean to Tommy. Look at that hair in the oh my gosh. The hair is honestly fantastic. Tommy learned from Brody Lee, rest his soul. He <laughs> learned the top knot will cover any uh male pattern baldness you may be experiencing. Because I don't know if you remember, but like Brody, when even when he when he was Luke Harper in WWE, like he would do when he was with the Bludgeon Brothers, he did the top knot and he said it himself. He's like, you can't see what's what's thinning up on top. <laughs> and then Tommy Dreamer started doing it. And uh <laughs> yeah, Tommy was like, well I'm gonna do it double because I'm extreme. So he just made some weird double top knot bottom thing. <laughs> God bless. 
bless Tommy Dreamer, still going strong at uh, in 2023 as a champion. Bless him. Tommy Dreamer seems like a cool guy. Why won't Tommy Dreamer come on our show? You've had, you've had a, yeah, that's, it, it does, it does look like AI. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Did you check his fingers? Do you see his fingers in the photo? <laughs> that's the one, one major thing I learned from Will Washington. Nothing wrestling related. Just, just talking about AI art. And he's like, check the fingers. You can always tell it's fake if you look at the hands because you'll always see something see. wrong. So, oh my, you know, he's got him. He's got him. He's got his fist. Fist. Maybe the pinky as he's holding this title there could be a little. Uh, I, I think it's real. I just don't think it's very well lit. I think. I mean, I definitely think it's real, but it does look like it's an AI photo. It looks like it was just photoshopped to hell. What about this I, photo? Got to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I knew that was coming. <laughs> did you show that to Sean on the spotlight that week when he showed up? Like when he did it? Yeah. Thing? I was like, what do you think of this? Jensen was very confused. Jensen was very confused of like, what is this, huh? Why is Billy Corgan just hanging out? Uh, with Jessica Simpson, like uh, it's life's great mysteries. Yep. Sometimes we just do whatever our PR people tell us to do. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, Shytown Spurs sent us another super chat. Let's go in another direction. The Chase U angle on NXT makes me feel makes me irrationally angry. What kind of college fan base walks out on their team due to a scandal? They double and triple down. They make every excuse. They poison trees. They riot. Have you been, you been following this? Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the Chase U angle. It's something is going on with Chase U. Uh, do you think what 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 do you think the angle is? Did he did he boink a student? I don't. I'm I'm with Shy Town Spurs in that it does not matter what the angle is. They would never walk out on 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 the team on on the college. Penn State is still like Penn State. Joe Paterno, legend. It's like yeah, this guy sucked. Everybody like no, let, we're, let's not do that everyone is still like yeah penn state penn state penn state like maybe they mention him in hushed tones nowadays but like they still ride for penn state you can they they kick the person out they don't walk out so they had to they gotta they gotta overthrow andre chase here not like oh we're gonna leave chase you it's overthrowing andre chase nah they did this angle wrong they're too busy just being like is this jim harbaugh is this michigan is this and i'm just sitting there just being like i'm canadian this means nothing. See, but it's Michigan, story. Michigan's still going to ride for Michigan. Like Michigan students and fans are still riding for Michigan. They'll throw Jim Harbaugh out. Be like, okay, let's get uh, let's let's get a new coach in here. But they ain't walking out on Michigan. They ain't protesting all of Michigan because of this. Like they're, they're going to protest Harbaugh. So, nah, they did it wrong. I'm I'm with my man Shytown Spurs there. Caden adds in to chase you higher Connor Stallions. So everything I've learned about this whole Michigan thing comes from Jesse the Buckeye, who was the worst person to be learning about Michigan State. Yeah, she, she's not biased as a like <laughs> literally the Buckeye in her her Twitter name. God bless that woman. She's a riot, and everything she's posting is like anti-Michigan State, and I'm just like is there more to life than this? Cause like you're proven there ain't in this set, whatever good on you, but Jesus. See, yeah. 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 That's true. That's a good point. That whole thing came out and everyone was still like, not my Joe Paterno. Absolutely not. He did nothing wrong. Not, not my beloved Joe. You can't take our wins away. No, don't, you can't take our banners away. Can't absolutely not. Yeah, well, Chisholm, they, well, Chisholm thinks he's stealing a uh, chase. You stealing money from his own school. That's possible. 
he's stealing it like he's putting it in steel and and like yeah he's superman <laughs> he's shooting it off into the sun i i think that it's going to come out that he boinked a student and the student that he boinked is jc because jc's enrolled at chase U, and it's just that's going to be the scandal mm. just so that we can get my oh my god they're gonna theory mm. out of the way Mm, I don't like they, any of that neither do i but i just think it's gonna be two consenting adults boinked and they're gonna make it into a a nothing burger of a story don't like any of this don't like any of this what would you like to happen in this grand scheme of the chase you story they certainly aren't getting back the nxt tag team championships anytime soon i would <laughs> i would like them to go full uh bishop sycamore on this oh no okay and that chase you is not a real university <laughs> and it's all a scam it's all a scandal he, Ch- andre chase told these people yeah we're gonna have the best training facilities we're gonna get you on nxt tv and then it all is a scandal of that this is not a real university they were getting no education during this he was keeping all the money for himself and this was all just an andre chase vehicle he didn't care about these students he didn't care about any of them he didn't care what happened to them next they all got injured they got to run some injury angles on this too by the way so it's like we we didn't have proper medical everything i watched this documentary the other week maybe it was like three weeks ago or something at this point it's fantastic that dude by the way a lot of charisma uh uh talking about that he he's it was very good i need this to go full bishop sycamore that's what i want yeah probably not what if what if duke gets uh control what if chase you signs it over to duke to duke have a problem what yes, comes duke university and he changes the colors to blue and then he calls his team the blue devils and they see how far they can get before they get a c and d yeah that's definitely not gonna last very long who knows That's... what if they offer them what if they offer the the original duke blue devils a, a wwe championship belt with their with their logo on it i'm i'm sure they they would but no they, they ain't getting along with that duke's got enough of its own allegations that yeah this is the same thing like the duke allegations not our boys absolutely they could never do this they they are good old good old duke blue devil christian boys i don't know duke school actually no it's not like I, it is a uh private school i'm pretty sure yeah um, louis with that trump you accreditation <laughs> i lived like two minutes away from duke at one point in my life that's upsetting will chisholm says that if johnny ace was still in nxt it might be right but the bs high school story then listen listen i said it when when nxt 2.0 started i said nxt 2.0 is high school People passing each other in the halls, picking fights. Everyone was a character of some sort trying to fit in. It was the the NXT 2.0 universe was high school. High school uh, on every single level you could think of. Tim and I did a whole study on that. It was fantastic. We need it back. We do. In some regard, we absolutely do. We like like the girl with Tony D and Stax. I don't know who the hell she is. And I'm the person who keeps track of these people. Bang Ang. Who? I'm pretty... I think it's it's something like that. Louis, uh, shout out to to Louis. Hold on, let me actually get this right. Big Ang, sorry, not Bang Ang. Big Ang. Like Bang Ang sounds like she's working for someone else. With I'm sure, I'm sure it's big. It's probably Big Ang, right? Big Ang. It's uh, Anna Kiefer, by the way. Anna Kiefer. Big Anna Ange. Kiefer. 
Big Ange. Oh my God. Bang Ang. That's what we're going to call her from now on at this rate. Bang Ang. <laughs> so many confused people right now. Anyway, NXT last night was fine. I I, I watched it. I, I had other plans, and then I was like, no, I guess, I guess I'm going to watch NXT instead. I, you don't have plans, Joel Pearl. I, it wasn't so much plans. My, okay, no, my idea was. I was going to sit in that big, comfortable chair behind me, and I was going to play Switch on this TV over here. I was going to watch NXT in the background, but then I didn't. I ended up watching NXT and, and agonizing over flights and stuff like that because I don't know when to pull the trigger to uh, bang my <laughs> to bang my ticket to Vegas. Okay. Punch my ticket. <laughs> bang. <Bang-ang. laughs> anyway, nothing else happened on NXT. I can't read. All right. That's true. Very famously unable to read considering your position, your <laughs> professional life. <laughs> anyway, can she wrestle? A, can can anybody really wrestle? Like, you know, the bang bang. bang. <laughs> can can anybody really wrestle? That's true. Draymond Green can wrestle. Can we talk about this? Can we talk about Draymond? Isn't I know you I know you're not a basketball year? Isn't he done? Oh no, that's someone else. That, that's someone else. Go ahead. That what? Mark? What are you talking about? He's a football Joel? player who's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's Deshaun Watson. He's a piece Deshaun of shit. He should, yeah, 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 he yeah. should be out for the rest of the year. Yeah, okay, uh, there you go. Draymond Green put him in a chokehold. Do you not see this, Joel? Buddy, I, I, I don't watch anything. Joel, hey, you don't have to watch it to know what, what's going on here. Hold on. Let me pull up this photo. Yeah, I, we get copyright if I pull up like the video probably. Yeah, you know, the photo, the video is one thing. The video, the photo is fine. The video is not. I got a message today from someone being like, Hey, has anyone ever clapped you for your thumbnails? And I was like, no, I didn't even think about that as a thing. But uh, yeah, it, I was asking them because they're like, Oh, we're working on our content stuff. I want to make sure that we don't get clapped for using like a copyrighted photo. I'm like, oh, you can always just throw it in. You can always, I feel like always I, should be, I feel like I should be allowed to use the video but whatever i wouldn't rules are dumb yeah they are don't follow them steal from grocery stores at 8 a.m are you admitting to something here joel no but caden says dream hunt pulled a cm punk we're going to talk about cm punk soon enough look at this look that's this is, the, this is in the middle of a basketball game so what happened what had happened was is two guys were shoving and draymond comes in on on uh rudy gobert here just puts him in a chokehold and then just pulls him away. By the way, the Timberwolves, they get choked out all the time. The guy up top there in the in the uh behind with the mean mug face that's Carl Anthony Towns, he got choked out by Ben Simmons a few years ago. I actually talked to uh Trent or Chucky T. Sorry, Tr- Chucky T. Uh I talked to Chucky T about Ben Simmons choking out Carl Anthony Towns. But go Draymond just has his man in a chokehold. Draymond famous for kicking people in the nuts and stomping on people. Uh, he's he's gonna be the Miz said that Draymond would be uh would be a good WWE superstar. I feel like that's his next role. I feel like that's his next role is being a WWE super, superstar. I wrote if you want to explore the depths and the lore of the internet, I wrote an article for a website called Fansided. I'm sure people have heard of that website. Everyone's worked Fansided at one point. Yeah, everyone has written for Fansided at some point in their life. It's like, it's like uh, a rite of passage. Yeah. I wrote an article for them. Draymond Green versus LeBron James. I, I booked it at SummerSlam because WrestleMania is in the middle of the NBA season. So, like, I, I'm factually correct about stuff. 
Draymond Green and LeBron James. I booked this match for SummerSlam. I wrote out like weeks of of content for it. It's the greatest thing I've ever I've ever done in my life. Uh, Twan Mack, yeah, look, Day, Daily DDT. That's I think that's what I wrote it for. I think I wrote it for actually Fansize NBA site. Uh, yeah, Draymond punched his own teammate in practice last year. Just straight hauled off him. I remember that. Yeah, and now the guy's not on the team anymore, and he. Looks like he shouldn't belong in basketball anymore the way he's playing, honestly. Uh Draymond Green is oh man. I don't like him. He sucks. He he he's he's kind of an asshole, but Draymond versus Shaq. Nowadays, Shaq ain't in any shape to to get into like a fight nowadays. Like, you nowadays. say that, but here we go. AEW, he definitely uh nah, Shaq crap. Nah, Shaq Prime Shaq is straight up murking, murdering, murdering this man. Prime Shaq, I ain't messing with that dude at all. Like, nah, he ain't, Draymond ain't messing with Prime Shaq. But this Shaq, Shaq's like 55 or something at this point. Like, Draymond's NBA player, still a good NBA player. Shaq, and Shaq's too busy worried about, like, the next stuff he's selling. Uh, the next, uh, but nah, Draymond, Draymond's beaten. Draymond's beaten today, Shaq. All time, Shaq's destroying him absolutely destroying them i mean it's a fight you put on some gloves some boxing gloves do it right and i'm sure shaq could hold his own right shaq could barely hold his own like when he was just getting out of the league like he could barely hold his own and this stuff now we're like two decades removed from that no shaq no shaq's getting beat shaq's getting beat Prime Shaq is is destroying them though. What 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 type of fight are we talking about? Like, is it a boxing fight? Is it an MMA fight? If it Prime Shaq never had a never landed a punch, he had terrible hands. I'm still taking Prime Shaq over over Draymond. I don't know if like if it's like a, a wrestling kind of like MMA fight, I'm definitely taking Prime Shaq. That dude was a monster, like an they're, athletic freak. They're gonna toe wrestle. Stop it. What? I'm just hearkening back to our conversation with Simon Miller, where we talked about toe wrestling. It's real. It's a thing. Prime Shaq was an athletic freak. Prime Shaq is is taking Draymond. All right, that's fair. Listen, I guess we'll have to find out by pitting those two against each other in some form of combat. Caden sent a super chat saying Danielson out of WrestleCade going to cry. So we, uh, I sent you a message yesterday, just being like, I'm sorry about Danielson, and tell me what you replied with. So I had an inkling this was going to happen. I, I thought of myself yesterday and I told my wife, I was like, I don't know if Danielson's going to go to WrestleCade. Like, I, I feel weird about it. I was like, I, I was like, I wonder if he's going to pull out of WrestleCade. And my reasoning was the injury and then the holidays. He's got Japan coming up. He's got the, the this whole tournament coming up. He was announced for this thing. Like, wait, wait. Like, when was the official, official announcement? I'm going to pull this up right fast um it was a yeah because it was many many months we're talking like six to nine months ago and like i'm sure obviously they knew that entire time that um oh, i could have sworn we wrote something on it but apparently we didn't that's unfortunate um okay hold on what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. 
Well, anyway, they they branded the show or the branded Wrestlecade Year of the Dragon. Like yeah. that, they got deep into it, and now they've they've kind of had to pull it back because Danielson has pulled out of the the event. So yeah, they announced this thing uh, a long time ago. Now, of course, if I search anything Brian Danielson Wrestlecade related, I'm getting just like, hey, Brian Danielson's not going to be at Wrestlecade. Uh, so that's not you know helpful for me. Um, here, okay, January, January. I found something from January that said that uh, Brian Danielson to appear at Wrestlecade. So yeah, it was. You don't know what's going to happen in November when you're talking January, right? Like, okay, it's January. So you don't know what's going to happen in November. They obviously knew it was a holiday weekend. It's always a holiday weekend when they do WrestleCade. It's always the the weekend after Thanksgiving. So clearly Danielson was fine with that portion of it. He didn't know he was going to suffer injuries throughout the year. That was going to take time away from stuff. They didn't know they were going to do this Continental Classic that at the end of the year. I don't know if Danielson knew he was going to be in Japan in the following January. So yeah, I had an inkling yesterday and I was just like, I wonder if he pulls out because it's holidays. He's going to have to do this continental classic where he seems like he's going to be wrestling a lot. He's coming off this injury. He's, uh, he's coming off this injury and uh, he's going to be in Japan for, for January. And I don't know if, you know, Bree and the, the kids are going to travel with him. So he's going to miss time there. Um, yeah, I have, I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Uh, I, I didn't know if he was going to pull out, but I had a, uh, an inkling of it and that's what happened. It's very unfortunate, very unfortunate. And, uh, yeah, which, uh, yeah, they called it unforeseen circumstances, which typically means you're booked. And I kind of, I, I, I agree uh, on that as I, the Continental Classic thing. I don't know if he's wrestling. So the tournament starts that Wednesday in Chicago. And then they're in Chicago, I assume, that Saturday for Collision. Danielson may or may not be wrestling on one of those shows. But if he's wrestling on either one, I don't think he wants to do... Let's say he's wrestling on Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday you're in Chicago wrestling. Are you flying back to Arizona Thursday for Thanksgiving with your family, then flying to North Carolina to do WrestleCade. Like you're coming off this injury as well. Or if you're doing Thursday Thanksgiving with family, then going to WrestleCade. Obviously, if you're booked for Collision, you're booked for Collision. But maybe you could do the Friday WrestleCade and then go to Collision on Saturday. Like it's a lot, and obviously WrestleCade is not going to be the priority over family and AEW. I just think that Brian Danielson like he i think he cycles to and from the shows it's very environmentally conscious that's what i think he just he he gets on his bicycle and he goes from show to show it's a big thing keeps his cardio up sure sure anyway uh where is that dynamite thanksgiving or not dynamite the rampage is in pittsburgh so yeah you, oh you, oh that's right cuz i thought about potentially Shit, I'm gonna cancel WrestleCade. And if Brian Danielson's wrestling on that collision, then I'm gonna go to Pittsburgh and watch Brian Danielson wrestle. Ha! He's screw all you guys. Graphic. Screw all you guys. People are like, oh, you're gonna miss Brian Danielson that weekend. No, I'm gonna be in Pittsburgh to see Brian Danielson that weekend. So they're gonna do a dynamite on Thanksgiving, the 22nd, and then they're going to do a collision and rampage show on the Saturday. That's 
interesting. Are they airing Rampage on Saturday that week instead of Friday? Uh, I mean, we can check the TNT schedule. Yeah, I mean, for the 24th, 25th, it's just they, they, the 25th is when that collision and Rampage double taping is. Maybe they're just going to do a live three-hour block. Well, not three-hour block, but yeah. Um, being asked if we think AEW sends a replacement, I, I, I would assume Tony's going to send a replacement. I jokingly said Eddie Kingston would be the person that they send. Hey, look, if they send Eddie, Eddie, then that's that's a definite reason to to be there for me. So, yeah. Um, okay, so Saturday the twenty fifth, Rampage is at seven, Collision is at eight. So yeah, it seems like it's a live episode of Rampage at seven right. o'clock. Well, Saturday. there you go. Uh, yeah, I wonder oh, is there is there football or something on the Friday or something that they would typically? It's Survivor have. Series that Saturday. I don't. Like, they're gonna I, they're already gonna have trouble so yeah putting brian yeah. on that on that episode of collision makes perfect sense to me i'm pretty sure there is football on friday by the way i i feel like i remember um the nfl touting like black friday football nonsense so the, by the way the montreal shows go tuesday and wednesday it's uh they're taping collision on the tuesday their dynamite is live on the wednesday with rampage tapings as well i don't know why they're taping collision the day before or how they're going to put it together canonically but i i you know i trust that they'll do their best it's just a very strange way to tape out of order yeah yeah they'll they'll figure it all out they'll pay it all out we'll we'll see how it goes i need this dork to tell us how we were wrong again about cm punk and wwe why do you acknowledge us because i need i need to hear because i need to hear what these people think we are reporting or what they think we got wrong so that we can tell them live on the air in front of their faces why they are wrong and why they need to reconsider trying to call us out on stupid shit. But how is this in front of their faces? For all we know, this person just popped in because they don't like Fightful and are like, oh, Fightful was wrong. And then they popped out and that's Great. it. And they're and never they even going to hear this. Tell them they were wrong and they were stupid. Like most, but they're not know. listening. And now we're just wasting time on this. Don't, don't know. We we're going to talk. We can keep talking. He's on our thumbnail about, you know, him being a Yeah, troll. We're going to talk about it. But just don't acknowledge this stuff, Joel. Stop. Sometimes, sometimes I want to acknowledge it because I no. want to know that there are silly people in this world who think that they're getting their jollies That's, off. All they, all they want is that acknowledgement, though. Knock it off. They are not getting shit out of me. The acknowledgement they get is that they're being dumb. So, CM Punk. Let's talk about this, and then we can roll into to the McIntyre stuff, I guess, and and all of Raw and all that stuff. Uh, Punk's playing both sides on his on his on his social media. Let's face it. He's going nowhere. Let's face it. He could go anywhere. Let's face it. But as of right now, he ain't going nowhere. Who's the devil? What is this? Let's face it. Are you trying to like get this catchphrase over? Is is that like the acclaimed, the acclaimed where, where they're like, you know, that's, that's, that's the, they try to get that over. It didn't really, it didn't really work, but like, like GFY. Yeah, that definitely didn't work. Are you trying to get, let's face it over. I like, I'm, I'm not mad at your attempt there. CM Punk. Let's face it. Going to WWE? Let's face it. Going to AEW? Let's face it. What? Why does everything become an, a, a rap gimmick? Like a call and response hype man thing. That's what that's what you were doing. That's exactly what was happening. Listen, let's face it. ITW is awesome. That's right. There we're going to start our own I, wrestling league out of this. We'll call it ITW. And they'll be like, what, is it, what does that stand for? International something wrestling? No, it stands for in the weeds. What about the wrestling? Who said it was about wrestling? We're a weed whacking professional company. You should have, we should have a, a shirt with Joel Pearl's face on it. And on the back, it just says, let's face it. Listen, if someone's going to buy that, 
We'll put it on a shirt. I am like 90. If this viewing audience commits to spending at least like $20 on buying a t-shirt like that, we'd make it comfortable. We'd make it good. Uh, then, then we could do it. I'm sure we could, we could love you, but you got to pay for it. It's got to be paid for. I agree. No one wants, let's face it. No one wants that shirt. <laughs> let's try to get, let's face it over Joel. Go for it. I'm, I'm, then, I'm with you in this attempt here. But what do we do? When, what about let's heal it? Like, what do we, when, when do we bring that into play? Stop it. Well, never. What? We're John Cena. We're never going to do the heel turn. Remember, I thought about this the other day. Remember when John Cena came out and he's like, couldn't do a heel turn and he turned his heel? <laughs> he just. <laughs> so John Cena, John Cena comes out. Hold up. I got I to set this all up. All right. John Cena comes out. Can everybody, sit? I'll, I'll put my foot on the chair here. Yeah, don't stand on that chair. That's precarious. He's just like, he's just like, uh, gonna do a, a heel turn, everybody. A heel turn. Showing feet. Look at that. Free, free feet showings for everyone here. And the In the Weeds t shirt that was gifted to you. Shout out to the goat. The goat sent me this t shirt, the In the Weeds t shirt. Dude, that would pop me so much when John Cena just comes out. It's like, might do a little heel turn tonight. He turns his heel. What a man, John Cena. Never be caught in the next man's sweater. Yeah, <laughs> what are we talking what, about? This is very important. I have a shirt with Jeremy's. I guess that's name on it. Why not, Joel? Oh, no, it's your face. Face. Yeah, that's my face. That's right. Yeah, that's this a, is a cartoon version of your face. Yeah. It's true. It is a cartoon version of my face. Yeah, that's That was something. Talking about uh, facing that punk is just trying <sighs> to get everyone's attention and play both sides to create something out of nothing. Yeah, he's, he's trolling. Like, that's... That's what it is. He's, he's showing, ah, oh, look at me working out to war pigs, which is the theme of Survivor Series. Which like, oh, let me... Faith No More version. He couldn't even play the Sabbath version that WWE put up. Linking back to, to devil stuff, posting the, the picture of him as the devil from the Hell in a Cell poster. Like, he is... That's that's all. It's that's what he's doing. He's trolling. He's building up his his own interest, which he should be doing. I don't begrudge the man for it, but I don't. I I trust the re- the reporting of one Sean Rossap and every credible reporter out there saying that there's been nothing with with Punk, and I don't think he's going back to AEW. Look, if AEW has turned this whole thing and it's all work that they they fired Punk just to bring him back to be the devil, honestly, I'll give him all the kudos in the world for it. I don't know if it's smart. I don't know if that's what you want to do with with things, but power to them for going to that length to to pull off this storyline. And if WWE does end up getting him, it's obviously not a storyline that he got fired from AEW, but if WWE ends up getting him, which I do think is a possibility, not at Survivor Series, but heading into WrestleMania, I think there might be a possibility there. Then, cool. He gets people talking. Well, I'm, I'm for it. But right now, he's just trolling. And that's that's it. Good on him. He should. Yeah. Russia's Getty Lee. There was a period where we were doing a lot of cocaine just to keep the energy up. There you go, Rush. Rush, the band that you all thought was so wholesome, did a lot of cocaine just to keep the energy up. He's got a big nose, Getty Lee. It's a lot of cocaine. 
Oh, Louis also sent a super chat saying feet. Uh, yeah, the, that, that, that's basically how interested I am in the punk stuff. But we bring it up just because it continues to be people being like, oh, he's going to AEW because of the devil thing. Oh, no, he's going to WWE. Like it's he's splitting his own fan base, which I find very funny while keeping up the tribalism and thinking it's funny. And I'm just sitting here being like, can we just stop? Can we stop banning the weirdest of like non-existent fires that you're creating? It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to exist like this. But anyway, it's just, it's very strange. I don't like it. Uh, I'm just, I'm over him. And if he shows up at TNA, I'll probably be very not interested in that either. I've already joked. I've been like, well, I'm going to stop doing the post shows if that happens. But if he shows up, then I guess that's going to bring eyes to the product. Good eyes, I don't know. But eyes nonetheless. I mean, the show will be more interesting. Punk makes things interesting. Like How? Because you don't know what he's going to do. There's some chaotic, like, being with Punk. Like, there's just a chaos factor. Could be good, could be bad, but there is a chaos factor with CM Punk. But, like, that that really only started with the pipe bomb. Like, it, it really started in, what was that, 2012? And then before that, like, he wasn't really that chaotic. He was... He was a good wrestler who had a good character and like it was fun to watch him. But then it was like everything happened in WWE and he left. Then the it was everything external. Nothing on the show made what it are interesting. You talking about. Okay, go ahead. G- okay, first off, you're like, oh, it really started a decade ago. Like before that, he wasn't yeah, but the last it was decade a seven year period of time where what he went to MMA and became a failed MMA guy. Like I'm he was, as in perspective. He was chaotic in ROH. Like the, the stuff we was doing in ROH, there was some chaos to that. And also yes. he was a really good wrestler in ROH. Of course, the wrestler, I can't deny that he's a good wrestler, but like everything he's become synonymous for in the last, you know, 10 years has not been on screen. Joel, you cannot tell me this. You can't tell me that there's been no chaos with CM Punk on screen in AEW. Okay. When he yes. came out. Stuff with Hangman and the, yes, that was a yes. thing. But I'm not then, saying this is good or bad. It never led to anything, which was my gripe as a fan. But you same. can't tell me that it wasn't chaotic. Okay, it fine. was complete chaos. So what I'm saying is, if you go to a place like TNA where things are seemingly quite controlled and quite level-headed, a guy like Punk just doesn't make it a more fun watch or a more enjoyable watch. It just makes it a oh, shit. When's the when? When are the wheels going to come off? When's he going to get angry and say something? Or yeah, that, the, that that doesn't rule because it doesn't go anywhere. And then it just becomes like you derail your programming and you just burn people out on like why are you bringing this guy in? Because it's the same shit every time. Doesn't work for me. I knew I needed him to come out in impact. Be like. Bringing back the six-sided ring, just shooting on the six-sided ring, getting just create the chaos. I I understand it. I said it. I said it on this show when he came out. Uh, fair. I said it on the show when he came out on Collision and was like, "I'm the only, uh, you know, real draw in a world of counterfeit bucks." And he did the real world title thing, and I was like, "Where is this all leading?" And it seemed like it was leading nowhere, and it ended up leading nowhere because he got himself fired and stuff. It led nowhere. Yeah, let you dismissal. Yeah, but you can't tell me this this stuff wasn't chaotic. Like there is something about CM Punk. You don't have to like it. I I fully, if you don't like it, 
that's completely fine. I don't always like it because I'd like stuff to actually lead somewhere if you're going to do this stuff. But there was certainly something if he comes out and is like, what is this man doing? And people are interested in that. Good or bad, people are interested in some of that. If you go in with, let's say he signs with Impact. I don't think he's signing with Impact, by the way. Let's say he signs with Impact and your mindset is, all right, when are, when's this just going to all blow up you're just waiting for something bad to happen your preconceived notion got the better of you joel be an optimist when it comes to impact wrestling yeah i'm optimistic that he doesn't show up yeah i don't think he's showing up either he's it's it's wwe or, or bust for for uh for cm punk i can't i can't see him going to like tna slash impact Unless the AEW stuff is a work, which I don't, I don't think it is. I think people are being very stupid about that. Um, I think like, I don't. Way, like, I'll bring this up with Jeff. Like the chaos is not great when you like AEW and wanted to do well. And there are a lot of people that, for all the Ric Flair segments and all of the, you know, the comedy stuff that isn't doing it, I'll, I'm not going to place the blame solely on CM Punk. But like there was a lot of just time and attention that got taken away from what people enjoyed about AEW. Uh, and, and from AEW as as a whole, dealing with CM Punk, that kind of led to a sharp decline in in interest in the product and just quality into it. And that's what sucks is because for a while, you know, guys like me were really enjoying AEW. There were certain things and certain stories in yourself too, Jeremy. I know we talked about it that like we were really enjoying it and we were excited to talk about it on a week to week basis. That became less than and then we spent a good amount of time being like what are we doing like what is this shit and now like people are getting excited that things seemingly are starting to get a little bit better as time goes on and as you know as they readjust it's only been a week we don't know what the next you know what happens after full gear regardless it's like okay there's something here this could be good you know who else is here oh my god I, I had stopped talking about it because I didn't know where we were going, and it's happening. Do you want to, let's get the you. This is your intro, buddy. This is yours. It's it's Bruce Hart. Apparently, Bruce Hart is here. With us. It is me. Oh, bless you, Bruce. Oh. Grabbing that professional <laughs> that professionalism to turn the camera. Thank Bruce God. Hart is here. Oh shit. <laughs> trying to use this napkin uh, holder as a uh, camera stand. Uh, are you in Vegas? No, I'm, at, I'm in my house. I was no, going to say, that'd be, a, that'd be a really nice last, last night. Okay. We were, we were wondering, of, like, Joey's in Vegas. I don't know if he's going to be here to this morning. Because... No, I was in Vegas for three days. I got back last night. Got home, fell right asleep, woke up at 6 a.m., stayed up till 9, and then uh, napped for two more hours, and now I'm here. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us this yeah, morning. We, no we appreciate it. Um, I was going to go and ask about uh, the Andrade match that was announced yesterday. So I, I got two questions off of that. One is Brett Lauderdale told the story that Andrade was supposed to be at spring break 2021 and then he signed with AEW. were you gonna face him then uh at at spring break 2021 no i I believe i wasn't gonna face him then i'm trying to think who was actually gonna wrestle andrade i didn't know if we had a game plan at that time but he was definitely supposed to be booked 
I don't know against two or he was supposed to do something maybe maybe just uh I don't know to be honest maybe he was supposed to just do a run in or something to set something else up but I I I have no idea but he was definitely supposed to be booked he was definitely talked about and then you facing him now in this match. You know, what, are you, what are your thoughts about facing Andrade El Idolo in GCW in his debut? I mean, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a very it's a very uh, polarizing match right now on social media. Uh, some people love it. Some people are like, "What the fuck?" Um, since uh, since dream match on the graphic, it is a dream <laughs> match for GCW fans for sure. Those exist, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome, especially in that building in LA. I wrestled Kota Ibushi there. That's the building where I wrestled Drew Parker. I lit my my shoe on fire and kicked him in the face, and uh, that caused a stir. You know, I've had a lot of memories in that building, um, but yeah, for sure. Uh, sucks. Last time we were in LA, I was supposed to wrestle Santana Jackson and get the wrestle because. Um, the night before I went out partying, drinking, went on a bender. It was like, uh, maybe like a 16 hour drinking bender after we got back from Japan and I had this bad cut on my arm and I never got it stitched up. It was huge, uh, after I wrestled Kasai and, uh, I, uh, woke up in some girl's bed about to go to the show and blood was squirting out of me like a, uh, a faucet. And uh, I ruined her bed. I ruined her floor. Um, she won't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I said, Brett, I can't come wrestle here tonight. I got to go to the hospital. I got to try to take care of this. So I have to make up for lost times with the L.A. crowd. And uh, the match with Andrade is going to be really good. Did you did you offer to pay any of the cleanup for uh, the Fuck blood? That. All right. You know you're wet. <laughs> You know who she invited she, over? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. You invited me over. And you see me, I'm I, I was I was taped up like uh like the fucking mummy. <laughs> I do want to ask about the, the Kodo Bushi match. I talked to you uh just before the match got officially announced. Abushi had been announced, but the match hadn't been announced. And I, I will say this and a lot of stuff gets lost during WrestleMania week because it's WrestleMania week and there's a million shows going on. And then the year passes one that's Kodo Bushi's best performance of the year. And and two, it's one of my, my favorite matches of the year. And I hope it doesn't get lost when, at the end of the year voting and stuff. But like that was a match. Bushi had been off for a while. He did the match with speedball, but then he did the match with you and you guys nearly died in that match there's the one spot yeah. with the, the table and everything but like that match what looking back on that match how do you feel about it i felt it went awesome it went awesome besides me needing uh like 12 staples afterwards <laughs> that's been the story of my life all year i'm like all scarred up now um but no nah, i i feel like anything with my name on it will gets lost anyway uh I don't know why that is. I guess it's because the hate for me on the internet. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of people forget my how good of a year I'm having. Uh, having some of the best indie matches in the world, 
I'm wrestling a heavier schedule than any professional wrestler in the world. That's including WWE, AEW, or I'm, I'm traveling maybe three, four times a week. So I, I think it's just my name. Uh, I don't know. That's uh, that was a storyline a couple years ago. Is giving my roses now while I'm alive, but I don't think it will happen. <laughs> I, I I don't mind anymore. I. I'm I'm used to it, but the match Kota Bushi was one of my top matches of the year, and uh, it's nice for you guys to say it's one of his top matches of the year. So I don't I don't know what he's done in AEW. I haven't seen any of that. So uh, yeah, it was a very cool moment to do that match. Yeah, AEW stuff has been little little hit and miss. And again, Mania weekend, I thought that was one of the best matches of the weekend, even though it took place at like 3 a.m. Uh, no, no, it was pretty. Oh no, three AM for you guys, yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it, it wasn't a late spring break, was it? Am I, am I, no, no, no. East Coast, it was late. <laughs> oh, I was in the hospital that night till like six AM. It's pretty shit. It was a pretty shit because I was like, a bunch of people I'm like, yeah, let's go party afterwards. Yeah, it's gonna be. We're in Hollywood. I know a bunch of spots. And, uh, yeah, I uh, end up sitting in the hospital instead. <laughs> But it was good. Good. Uh Kota Bushi. Thank you. Yeah. He uh yeah, he really he really uh came in there and was like, All right, let's go. Well, I don't know, he might be fucked up, he might be injured at the moment, so I don't know what so Jeremy kinda of touched on um the collective and and just like wrestling and WrestleMania weekend and all that. And he and I got into a conversation about the the collective itself and like the fan burnout that can kind of come with that. I kind of want your, I want your opinion on it. Cause you, you wrestle a lot as you talked about. And like you as a wrestler, how do you deal with burnout? And then we can get into like conversation about the collective itself and how it kind of affects a big weekend like that. Uh, when everyone's in town for a big show. I'm burnt out every week. <laughs> well, how, do you, how, do you, how do you handle it? Uh, alcoholism. I'm <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. Um, uh, I don't make contract money anymore, so I gotta fight to survive out there, brother. Gotta uh, right, take a weekend off, take two weekends off, take three weekends off. You know how am I gonna pay my bills? So that's how I look at it. And uh, you know you gotta uh, you gotta take care of yourself. You gotta get massages. You gotta go see the chiropractor. You gotta do. I don't really believe in the other stuff. You know, a lot of guys are looking at some alternative um, treatments for their crippled bodies. But um, be just like take a little care of yourself. And sometimes for me, like last year, I thought I was in tremendous shape. I was in the best shape of my life this year. My matches have been better. I've been better in the ring, but uh, my body, I'm looking a little, I'm looking a little not so good these days because uh when you get off the road after f- four shows, hitting the gym and stuff, it's it's hard, man. Especially if you work doing thirty minute matches every weekend, it's like so. But yeah, there's some guys that you know they can't handle that. I have to. It's my only option. I have no other options. When it, when it comes to WrestleMania weekend, the other thing we kind of brought up is you know, WWE runs a show basically 
every single night. And GCW has the the collective stuff. IWTV does a, a bunch of stuff. When WWE tries to schedule stuff, are you like they shouldn't do that? You know, where this is time for independent wrestling, or are you uh, of the mind of you know where this is a weekend that is kind of WWE weekend? We're here because we're they're here. Off them. Let them yeah. They can do whatever the fuck they want. We're pay- we're piggybacking <laughs> off them. We're still in fans that they could, you know, have at their events. Whatever the I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the situation is, but um, yeah, it's their fucking weekend. We're piggybacking, so you know, it is what it is. Yeah, there there are a lot of fans that are just like WWE shouldn't run when these indie shows are running. So well, those fans are. Those fans have CT. I don't know what to say. It's their weekend. It's WrestleMania weekend. It's not Indie Mania weekend. We're I do want to ask them. They can do whatever they want. I do want to ask about Santana Jackson, who has become one Hold polarizing. On you this mentioned is, this. Um, this is so OCD. I need to. No, I, I do this all the time. That's why I put this. That's why this hoodie's behind me because I'm like I don't want to be fiddling with my thing either. You I got know. one. You got one that's frayed. You don't have the little plastic band on it. And then the other one it does. There's one I chew on. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, one, one always comes off in like the laundry one night. Yeah. I don't ask about Santana Jackson because you mentioned uh, polarizing stuff online. Santana Jackson has become polarizing. Personally, I think it's hilarious. Uh, and I, I think the, the whole thing is very fun. And it's, it's wrestling. I think there's a place for it. I, I assume you're you're of the the same mind, but what are your thoughts yeah. on Santana Jackson and his place kind of in wrestling? Um, I see a lot of positive about it actually lately, because he's he's low key very good. Um, and I was with him in Vegas. He he actually I I met up with him uh, last night, and uh, he is uh, not last night two nights ago. Um, he's very smart and uh, he knows what he's doing and. He was shooting ideas at me, and I shot ideas at him months ago or told him to do this and change this and do that, and he's been doing that. And that match with Mike Bailey was awesome. And uh, big fan, big fan. Ever since I wrestled him last year in uh, Vegas, I was a big fan. So, And, uh, yeah, he has, a, he has a heavy schedule coming up with GCW. He's doing um, Seattle this weekend, and then he's doing WrestleCade. And uh, some other stuff too. So I look forward to seeing his progress and seeing the directions he takes his character and the new stuff he comes up with. Because you can't do the same shtick every match. Uh, fans will burn out on you. And I, he's, I, I think he's someone that that's not going to happen. So you, uh, You're talking about Vegas. Last time you and I spoke, we talked about your, your food uh, planning. And how you like to spend upwards of ninety minutes just kind of looking around Google trying to find the right place. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So are you still like that? And what did you eat while you were in Vegas after the I night? Have set, I had my set restaurants in Vegas. Okay. Um this time I was only there for three days. Well, I shouldn't be there longer than three days or else I'd be dead somewhere in an alleyway. But yeah, I have a few places I go there. There's the Oyster Bar and Palace Station that's open 24-7. Should have to wait in the line for 45 minutes to get on a uh, seat in there. I'm usually by myself, though. Um, 
you have that and then uh herbs and rye I, I went to the other night and that's a good one and uh there's a mexican restaurant next to the uh which strip club is that that i go to sometimes i forgot which one but it's connected to the strip club i didn't go to the strip club that strip club i just went to the mexican restaurant because it's 24 7. but disco inferno actually works at that strip club but he wasn't there i asked i said where's glad at you, you got to say disco. You got to say disco because they only know him as disco. No, they know, they say disco, Glenn. I say that I, and I hit up a girl I, I, I know. I was like, is he here? Is he working? They said he works days now or some shit. Wow. So I was going to ask him to eat some uh, fajitas with me. <laughs> I'm one of the people I'm actually, I actually, I don't have a problem with disco in front of him. He's always been nice to me, so. Believe it or not, Disco Inferno is a Joey Janela fan, so. Wow. is a win. <laughs> that is very hard to believe. Have you listened to his podcast? Have you listened to his and Conan's podcast? I do, I do, I do their podcast once a year. <laughs> I've done their podcast once a year for the last, like, six years, believe it or not. They have me on probably, like, yeah, probably once a year. Usually around spring break time. That would do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to ask about karaoke? Because I know you were just chomping at oh. the bits. Oh, I do have that question, but I have a, another important question first. Have you finished watching 12 Rounds with uh, John Moxley? Did you ever finish that movie? Did I ever start that movie? Well, you, you once told a story of you were hanging out with uh, Tony Khan oh, and you went back. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> no, I never finished that movie. It, we were shot out that night. <laughs> was Tony, I was sitting on Tony Khan's couch in this place in LA. I think we consumed probably like three bottles of tequila at that point. <laughs> yes, and, and he put 12 rounds on, and then Tony got up and left the room, and you <laughs> left the house. And I guess you yeah, got to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. Those were the days. I have so many. AW stories, you just got to remind me of the time and place. Well, I, I cooked half the, half the time. <laughs> I do want to ask if you have any any Sting stories now that his retirement is coming on. Your time there overlapped a little bit. I was telling someone yesterday, I was like, my biggest regret with leaving AW was not working with Sting. So I, I did the match with Darby during COVID era. And for some reason, Sting wasn't out there for that one. It's one of one picture with Sting, like him, like pointing a bat at me or something. Like that's all I wanted. Like you made it, kid. You got a picture, you in a ring with Sting, with a baseball bat pointing at your face. No, nah, but no, nah, not really. Sorry, he's a nice guy though, and he, uh, he actually cares about being there. You could tell. By the way, he wrestles on TV, or how much he gives some of these guys that he uh, wrestles. You know, he's wrestled some obscure guys. I seen he wrestled Bill Carr. This, so I seen a clue of him wrestling Bill Carr this past week or something. Like, he's wrestling the outliers. Like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on over there? Bill Carr fucking rules, and now he's wrestling things. <laughs> it's like, what is going on there? 
Uh, there's a place. There's a place you've been wrestling lately. That's Mystery Wrestling. You've shown up once yeah. so far, and I think you'll you'll be there again. That's Uno's promotion. That's his big thing on Twitch. Talk to me about working with Mystery Wrestling because it's near and dear to my heart. It's close to my hometown of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. This is over in Gatineau. So talk to me about that. Yeah, it was a it was a mystery show. I showed up and they were like, uh, I was like, um, all right, they, they had us like first or something. And Sue Young had all these props, and she had this ghost face costume. She requested a whole list of things, and they got it for her. There were some things that just made no fucking sense that she got. I don't know how she came up with that stuff. She's like, I don't know why I told him to get me this. I said, I don't know either. It's just whatever. So I said, uh, what if I, uh, what if I pay, what if I take my hands up like CM Punk and throw the X's up on them, and uh, come out in a ghost face costume and do a whole. CM Punk bit, and uh, man, I it fucking worked, dude. But Uno was like, uh, he was a little like, eh, you know, he's still contracted, you know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to piss someone off, you know. But it's Joey Janelle. If you have Joey Janelle on your show, <laughs> sorry, you get what you pay for. That's what I. That's what I say. They know me by now. AW <laughs> knows me by now, brother. Believe it or not. There for a few years. Are you insinuating that you are the devil and you're under the devil mask? It could be. It could be. That'd be that'd be a huge fucking uh, letdown for those fans. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it could be me. It could be me. It could be. We take a victory lap for calling it out. We got yeah. We got him. Yeah. I don't know. Take take your bets now. I could be. I see it on the internet. I see this a few people indicate that when vanity searching my name, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I was there was, um, you know, there is people have asked me to come back to certain places on TV and stuff, and uh, just having fun doing the indies. You know, when WWE hit me up, I, I said, I said, listen, um, I had. Like the only way I'm coming in is if I wrestle the rock. I wrestle. Stop. <laughs> I said I said, yeah. They said, uh, we got this plan for you. We want you to wrestle with um uh the Miz. I said, you know, the Miz is cool and all, but I have to wrestle the rock. No rock, no go. They said Rock's filming a movie. I said, too damn bad. And you'll get Joey Janela. I pitched an angle to them, the WWE actually. Um to be like a deranged, the debut me is a deranged paparazzi. Like The Rock is walking out of a steakhouse in LA and you see a couple snapshots, almost like the DDP Undertaker storyline. See a couple snapshots and then eventually the paparazzi jumps The Rock and it's a big whodunit. And then it's me. Then we wrestle at WrestleMania Hollywood. What was okay, so this deal? Like, how are we going to know it was you? What? How I reveal. I reveal. The cops actually revealed it in the mugshot. They said we have the mugshot of the uh, paparazzi, and it's me, disgraced AEW wrestler Joey Janela. <laughs> and I had to go over the rock too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, so this was this was pitched. WrestleMania Hollywood was this year. Yeah, so. yeah. It was pitched. A, it was like quite a battle. 
<laughs> when did when did they contact you to wrestle the Miz? Was that earlier this year? Late last let year? Let me check my battery real quick. Hold on one second. Oh, no, I still got still got a good eight percent left. Oh, the Miz, yeah, yeah. They they wanted me to wrestle the Miz at, in Hollywood. Um, and I said no, no rock or nothing. But I said I said I need to come in rock hard. If you don't accept it. God damn. <laughs> A few people hit me up, you know. People want me to come back. People, people want me to go to friends over there. People want me to go to NWA, but I said no way. I said I only do my cocaine behind closed doors, guys. Are you? Would you? Would you partake in the the drinking of the Jack Daniels? Though, can you? Are you a Jack guy? Whiskey yeah, I like guy? Jack Daniels. I'll drink it. I'll partake in all of it, but not on pay per view, brother. That's extra money. <laughs> I got to pay him for that fee. <laughs> One thing you did partake in that was not on pay-per-view, but was on video, your, your karaoke at Hulk Hogan's bar, the Florida man, which yes. may or may not be you, uh, but the, the karaoke that, that you did. What what went into this idea? And then also I need to know what Joey Janela sings when he goes out as Joey Janela for karaoke. We had, I had this plan for like a year and a half. Um, and I was just like, but I had like a bunch of like, th- I was like, there has to be a Dr. Foxy cut out and I have to bring it with me on stage. And then I have to get a hoaxer. I got to learn him in to punch down the Foxy, uh, cut out with me. And then we beat up the Foxy cut out. And I had this whole plan to learn him in to do it. And I was going to sing a song by TLC, no scrubs. But it was going to be, no, I don't want the vaccine. The vaccine (laughs) is poisonous to me. Uh, Something, something. Fuck Dr. Fachi. And then everyone would chant with me. But we just kind of jumped a gun on that. So then I just, we were in Orlando for GCW. And there was like a bunch of people were going to fucking uh, karaoke. And I was like, yo, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. And that was more nerve-wracking than if I had to wrestle Rockamania. It was, <laughs> it was pretty nerve-wracking. But we did it. And my go-to is um, TNT by ACDC. Okay. Yeah, I tear it up every time I get the, I get them wet, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. I do know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, they get wet, baby. Oh, my God. Like a slip and slide. <laughs> Stop it. Oh god, do we have time for one more before we let you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here's here's the big one. I do something called uh, partner puncher promo. So it's either so I'm going to give you three names. You're going to pick who you would partner up with in a match, who you'd punch in the face, so go one on one with, and who you'd have a promo battle with. You ready? Yep. All right. Steve Macklin, the Kiss Demon, Del Torberg, or Cheeseburger. Oh fuck! These are all jerseys. Run the tag the tag with. So one you'd tag with, one you'd go one-on-one with, and one you'd do a promo with or promo battle with. Team with Cheeseburger because he's a nice gentleman. Steve Macklin I met a couple of times in the Monster Factory days. Probably punch him in the face. Thank God. I don't, I don't really know much about him these days. Besides he's in TNA or something, right? Yeah. PTO or something. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kiss Demon, I'd promo battle him because I can't see his skills being too too good. I remember him just cut a few promos at WCW. They weren't too hot, you know. So 
well, when you have Gene Simmons writing your promos, you can only go so far. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck his ass. <laughs> cheeseburger rules. I was okay. talking cheeseburger the other day. I'm actually going to go to a Skyda seminar in his school and ask him if I could come in for free. <laughs> He's like, hell yeah. You don't have to pay, brother. I said, brother, I'm still learning. <laughs> 18 years in the business. I'm still learning, boys. Everybody's still learning. I'm still trying to wrestle the rock at Mania, though. But now it doesn't make sense. So if they hit me up this year, I'm going to say I want to wrestle. Um, um, it's a good Philly name to wrestle. Why don't you just go over Roman? Like, just. No, no. That's a big name. You got to start from the bottom up, you know? What What about a celebrity uh, against uh, Jason L- Kelsey? Little Uzi Vert. Oh, okay. Joel Embiid, he's a big wrestling fan. Yeah, Little Uzi Vert. It's going to be me and Little Uzi Vert. I thought he was supposed to wrestle this year, Mania. Little Uzi Vert? Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, I thought they – yeah, I did. I do remember reading something they um, wanted him for that show. But then I talked to Drew Gulak. I said, is Little Uzi Vert wrestling this year, Mania? And he's like, I don't know anything about that. He's the one that, like, trains these celebrities for these battles. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he show up at WrestleMania? He showed up. There was talks Very of him. Yeah, he was. He sung a song. Yeah, he did yeah. a whole thing with like him and Dom Mysterio were like best friends or something. Yeah, shit. we were watching it. I was, uh, we were fucked up. We had an Airbnb in Hollywood, and we were watching it. And a bunch of us were watching the house. And I said, "What the fuck does this song have to do with the Usos?" <laughs> I, like, I want to <laughs> that fucking song. Like you just say the hot chicken wing. <laughs> WWE has a video up: Little Lucy Vert versus Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania 40. So there you go. That's a that's what I've probably seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he does the the Nakamura theme as well. He did the remix on that. Yeah, so. yeah, this album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like his I like his style. His music's kind of whack, but I do like that song. I swear, song's kind of dope. But I was like, what the fuck, Seth did the Usos? Joey, let everybody know where to find you. You got GCW this weekend in Seattle. You're facing uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. I know you're at WrestleCade next yeah, weekend. Yeah, I'm this weekend, too. I'm wrestling Kenta for the belt. Right. Oh, hell yeah. Go get I it. Fucking, I got a fucking weekend. Got to take it easy. <laughs> hey, well, you got Mance Warner next weekend. Like, that's a that's a easy. I got three yeah. matches next weekend, too, and three signings. I know you're at WrestleCade. I've only seen the, the Mance match announced. I'll be at WrestleCade as well. WrestleCade to Jerry. Okay. And I'm wrestling George South on Sunday in our uh, blow-off hardcore match. I love Whatever. it. It's going to be brutal. Looking looking forward to uh, to all of all of that. I'll be at WrestleCade I'm next not, weekend, I'm not so I'll match. see you there. You and George South? That's going to be a lot of fun. I know, but there's no time for me to, you know, <laughs> live. <laughs> we can live it up tonight, you know. <laughs> Do some laundry, maybe. I have to do laundry, actually. <laughs> Got to see this girl now. She's gonna come later. Do my laundry. Oh, she's not there gonna it is. <laughs> I'm gonna do it now, and then she'll just be nice body massage. Get me ready for these matches this weekend. You know, Joe, plug plug anything you would like to plug. You basically just fucking plugged everything. You said where I was gonna be the next two weekends. <laughs> My Twitter does. My Twitter is shadow banned. So, <laughs> type of my Twitter 
type in Janela Baby and then press the app below and it'll come up. It's like uh, my I'm in like the category with all the porn people now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that makes sense. I'm fucking tw- Twitter like Matt Riddle. I don't know why he's not Shadow Baby. I went looking for you to tag you on, you know, that you're live. Matt Riddle's dick on the Twitter. Don't need that. Do not need that. <laughs> I went to try and tag you earlier. I could. I was like, I know your handle. Why isn't it showing up? And that's yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's because um, yeah, I must have said fuck too many times. Damn. <laughs> I wasn't. I never got caught jerk. Twitter. There's no jerk videos of me on there. So. I gotta pay for them. <laughs> Not on Twitter. Maybe follow up, okay. look elsewhere on the internet. No, there's no jerk videos. Of me. Okay. Okay. I just want to clarify that. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I've done quite a few. Put it in the notes. Fine. I'm fine. I wanted. I wanted to leak my own. And then you, <laughs> they hit me up. Cody and them hit me up back in the day. They were like, "Are you really gonna leak your own nudes? I want to do that." <laughs> No. <laughs> like, hey, my nudes leak. It's not me. <laughs> I just want to show everyone my hog. <laughs> you get know, OnlyFans. You and Matt Brannigan can can go in on the OnlyFans here. I'm not doing OnlyFans. <laughs> I give that shit out for free. <laughs> God bless. I'm like '90s Costco, baby. <laughs> All right, guys. I need, I need... Thank you, Joey. No, thank Bye. you. Bye, bye. Thanks again. <laughs> uh, Bruce Hart, Joey Janela, whatever you want to call him. Make of it what you will. Oh God. I don't even know what just happened. That was if you placed the hundred dollar bet, you just won three hundred dollars because Joey showed up. Make it well, was it or was it Bruce Hart? Or was it Bruce Hart? Jeremy, what just happened? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God. If you haven't left a thumbs up on this video, I don't know what's wrong with you. That was great. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I can't wait to tell Kyler to cut this and I try to come up with a friggin' headline and description <laughs> for this. Joey Janela pitched wrestling The Rock at WrestleMania. <laughs> that's that's it. He knows. <laughs> uh, and, like, here's the thing. Go back. So... I rewatched my conversation with Joey back after the GCW show in Toronto. We had a very different but eerily similar conversation. He was like all over the place at the GCW show. He was he wasn't as tired and run down as he was this morning because like clearly he probably took the red eye in, which like I get it. That messes you up real bad. And uh, yeah, he had plenty to say here. He did in my interview with him too, but like. Oh, God. Our interview starts off with him making the eye gao face, which if you know what that means, you know you're in for a treat in the conversation with him. <sighs> yeah. I've, I've interviewed Joey twice. Both times were... One was one was in person at Full Gear uh, 2019. Um, and I was not a very comfortable like interview person. So like that's probably... There's no video of it. It was probably awkward just on me because I just wasn't comfortable as do, like doing interviews at that time. And then one was last... Actually, it was earlier this year. It was before the Jersey Jacob. Um, he... he I, I mentioned it on this, in this interview where Obushi was announced, but it wasn't said he was wrestling Janela yet. But if you go back and you watch that interview, you can tell Abushi, Joey's about wrestling Abushi. They just hadn't announced it. They announced Abushi, hadn't announced the match, but Joey hinted enough that he was wrestling Abushi uh on that show. Um but he's always just a 
a, a treat to, to interview absolute character like belongs in the world of professional wrestling bruce hart miz the miz i don't know how truthful i don't think it is, is. But now i'm thinking but it's about hilarious it. to think about <laughs> i'm thinking of it of like fuck they had shane mcmahon come out they did mcafee what if janela was the plan and like joey was like no i want the rock and now sure let's call pat let's call shane what jeremy do? jeremy joey imagine <laughs> imagine the universe the timeline shift that would have happened if not only joey janela works wrestlemania works the Miz, but also he would have been the he would have saved shane's quads Joey Janela could have saved us from the quad incidents. We wouldn't have had, you know, Snoop and all that. But like that ruled. That That's did rule. That was, that was that was that was making the chicken salad out of chicken. You know what? But man, Joey Janela could have saved Shane McMahon's quads. <laughs> we were so close. Oh, bless Joey Janela. He's fantastic, isn't it? That was I don't know how we do the rest of the show. I have no idea. I don't even know, like, here, we, we didn't even get to ask him about the match with Toriano, like, properly. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't get to ask about that. It's just, there's so much you can talk about with Joey. I wanted to talk about the, the Jun Kasai match um, oh, yeah. in, in, in Japan, the death match with Jun Kasai. And Joey has lived the life of, of many, many people. Can I tell you my, my, like, first introduction to Joey outside of the ring was like it was an interview that he did. I think it was 2019, just around before or just shortly after he was with AEW, or maybe it was whenever it was. He he had broken his leg. Okay. And I don't know if people remember when Joey broke his leg. This was so many years ago now. And he was talking about living in his mom's basement and like all of the stuff that he would have to do like as a wrestler to get by and how he was, you know, he he was just he was just working and i was like i like this guy like he's i got a big respect for this dude and now so many years later to see what he's done who he is and just the shit he gets to say in the name of professional wrestling god bless this guy <laughs> fantastic absolutely fantastic uh and yes. drew mcintyre rock and janela for control of the xfl <laughs> uh, drew mcintyre joel what what are we talking about? Well, I mean, I, the Drew McIntyre stuff was pretty good on on Raw on Monday. I I enjoyed it. We've we've discovered Drew McIntyre. I wouldn't even call it a heel turn. I think this harkens back to something that Jeremy you've brought up multiple times, and that is it's okay to have people that you don't like or you dislike that you want to beat up that people don't agree that you should beat up, but you have a personal problem with them that doesn't make you a heel that just makes you human. I think that's kind of what we've got here. Drew is. He's done being the nice dude. He shook Seth Rollins' hand. And then he's like, oh, I don't like Jey Uso. He screwed me out of my title. I, Seth Rollins didn't screw me. He gave me a good match. Jey Uso, on the other hand, screwed me out of a title shot at uh, Clash of the Castle and, and all throughout you know his title opportunities. I like that that's how Drew decided to do the thing that led him to working with Judgment Day. We, he, he doesn't seem to have joined the Judgment Day. I think he just wants to be the guy who wins at war games so that he can say, I want another shot at that title. That's me clawing my way back up. I like yeah. how it played out. 
Yeah, that's the way I'm looking at it as well. I think that's why he hit Jay and not Cody. And I think that it's a a temporary a sharks, a, a temporary alliance that it's hey, this is a way I can get into what I want. And I want to get my hands on Jay Uso for years of him <clears throat> screwing me over as a member of the bloodline. I still want to go after the title. Seth is on the other team. All right. This is my way I can get to him. I can, you know, try to maybe take Cody's spot here because everybody's anointing Cody. <clears throat> so I can I can go after him. Same thing with Sami Zayn. Oh, and the Judgment Day is just his way to get into all of that. And now, you know, I'm sure you saw the uh, little after show of Cody saying, we got friends as well, brother. And we everybody is suspecting, and probably rightfully so, that old Randall will be back on Monday. And uh, yeah, Randy coming back to, to be part of the, the War Games team with the baby faces. Pointed it out on Twitter. I think it's pretty pretty interesting, you know, and, and we made jokes about where Raw was going to be when Randy comes back. They're in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Jeremy, something that we didn't realize at the time, that was where Randy had his last match. That's where Randy and Riddle dropped the undisputed tag team championships to the Usos. And if that's where Randy's coming back, there's history there. And I like that it's more to me more of a happy accident than anything else, but it's a good happy accident to have. There's more story that you can involve with that. And just a little, little extra layer with regards to Randy. If he is the guy who's going to join the team, Cody, you know how we talked about the whole, like turning on everyone in the match, yada, yada, yada. I, I'm starting to rethink that. I'm starting to think that the Randy turn is maybe going to happen around the rumble and that maybe they're going to let Randy just be a baby face. And I know, I know baby face Randy isn't super duper popular with people, but I think they want to give crowds the one loop, one loop around the country an opportunity for them to cheer Randy because he's back and he's made it. And you know, the, everything he's overcome, I'm sure they'll talk about his backyotomy and all that shit. And then Randy will eventually turn and go after either the, the world heavyweight championship or possibly the intercontinental championship. Go after Gunther. What do you think? Gunther and Randy would be awesome for many reasons. I, Randy shouldn't be the guy to beat him, but uh, it's a fun little matchup that I never really thought about until just now. Uh, yeah, I don't think the turn is going to to come at at Survivor Series. You know, I was a, I was a little hesitant on that earlier this week because if you do this, and I think that this is where Priest has to cash in. What which would make sense if that's going to happen, Priest cashing in if the, if the turn comes. But then it becomes a thing of like, is Drew also turning? Because I don't think Drew is like fully aligned with Judgment Day. So it just feels like there's almost too much happening with that uh so i don't know if you need to do the turn there i think you can stretch it a little bit i do think there should be much like drew was hesitant with the jay stuff i think randy should be hesitant with jay as well of like oh you kind of took me out like the last time i was around we lost you were there you took me out of things like i think i do think there should be some hesitancy with randy cody peacemaker cody much like he did with Sammy and Kevin is we got to kumbaya everybody together. I think if there is a Randy quote unquote turn, it is on Jay. Um, but you got to wrap that up quickly 
because they're we know where they're going for Mania with Jay. He's facing Jimmy. That's the Mania match. Everyone knows it. They said it at Money in the Bank when they were when they were teaming. Uh, they said we want a Mania match against each other. Now it all makes sense here. So yeah, they they got to wrap whatever they're doing with Jay has to basically wrap by Rumble because I imagine Rumble is when we start really kicking into Jay Jimmy going into. Uh, going into wrestlemania i mean unless one of them costs the other in a elimination chamber match which which can happen and it's not to say that can't happen but i then you're throwing everybody into the elimination chamber i guess the raw side could be elimination chamber match because you you are very not liking cody winning rumble back-to-back years i know you're very against this idea i wouldn't say that i'm like i i would say i'm against it i i would say that i'm I don't think that it's the best way to continue the, the Cody story. Um, I know people have been like, Oh, he's going to enter number one to me. It's a little heavy handed. And I get that. That's kind of what wrestling does sometimes to me, him winning at the elimination chamber, doing the big old pyro in the big stadium, everyone, you know, excited for him. That's a big moment to watch. I know that the eyes are a little bit different because the show is going to be on at like five in the morning where we are, but elimination uh, chamber. Yeah, it starts. Oh, that's right. It's in Australia. I forgot. They're in Australia. So it's going to be a huge, like, it's going to be a huge event, especially because attendance wise, they're going to have almost as many, if not more than will be at WrestleMania on a, on one night. So with all of that in mind, I just see, I see a Cody elimination chamber victory being a big deal. If he enters number one in that chamber, that's also grueling. You know, you're dealing with the, the pods and, the, the steel grates and yada, yada. That's me doing air quotes for the audio friends. Uh, he's dealing with a lot similar to what he deals with. If he's going number one in the rumble, uh, I would just think that it'd be more interesting to watch him win the, the uh, elimination chamber this time. Yeah. You know, my thoughts on it is that whoever wins the rumble, if they don't pick Roman, they look like a bitch. So that's also a very good point, And I do agree with you. Yeah. So I, I and I don't think Cody can do a thing of like, if they do the chamber, it'd be for a shot at the other title. I don't think it's going to be like, hey, let, let's, I'm throwing a name out there. Gunther wins the Rumble, and it's like, I'm going after Drew, or not Drew, uh, Roman Reigns. And then it can't be, hey, Elimination Chamber winner gets a shot at a title, and then Cody makes it a triple threat match. I don't think that looks great uh, for Cody winning that, making that a triple threat match. So that's why it seems like Cody's just set to win the rumble unless they get the rock or Joey Janela to be in the rumble to win it. He comes out as Bruce Hart <laughs> shoots on everybody and just, uh, wins it for himself. Um, he would just, you know what? He'd do the road dog Royal rumble 2000, uh, strategy and just hide under the ring, not under the ring. Uh, under uh, he would hug the ring post go back and watch the 2000 royal rumble just like go to the middle of the royal rumble match and you'll see road dog is just cuddled up in the corner they even pointed out the ring post on the inside of the ring he's not eliminated he can still be there it's it's a perfect strategy i need biggie to come back at the rumble please and do for many reasons but and do his what he pitched of like he he's like oily and naked and he just is on, and you can't grab him. You can't pay. And he's just gonna, he's gonna dead weight you in the middle of the ring. And so, like, you can't pick him up to throw him over the top because he's just gonna go completely limp in the middle of the ring. 
and so you can't you can't do anything with him and he wins he wins in that way that's what we need with uh with biggie it's the greased up deaf guy all over again yeah that's you can't you can't catch him throw him over the top this is biggie's big pitch to win the rumble and i'm i'm on board with it someone should do it has he called it biggie's big pitch I don't know. They they have more episodes, like best of episodes, than they have uh, like actual first run episodes now. I missed anyway. that damn podcast. I unfollowed it a long time ago when I realized they ain't coming back. Nah, it's not coming back, unfortunately. It used to be better, Jeremy. Yeah, that was a good good podcast. Yeah. But yeah, with, with Drew doing what he did on Monday, I like the way we got there. I like that it was, it's been built for a few weeks. They even draw, drew attention to it with the conversations with Rhea in the back. And then you had, you know, you had people drawing attention to this. You had Seth drawing attention to it in front of the audience and showing it leading up to the world heavyweight championship match. Like there's some really good stuff that's going on building into this war games match. I fully, fully, fully understand the people who are also like, I'm ready for this to be over because we had another tag team title match on Monday night, which like of the ones they've done. Yeah. Fun match. It's just the same thing over and over again, but at least we had something come out of it with drew getting involved and cementing himself as part of war games. But other than that, like let's, let's get to the finish line. It might feel like we have to drag ourselves over the finish line. If drew doesn't get the victory, does he pin Seth and make it a big deal? Uh, again, this is where if Seth gets penned, you need priest immediately. Unless, unless, Drew does pin Seth, makes it a big deal. Priest tries to cash, and Drew takes that briefcase and is like, no, we ain't doing this. Like, I'm the one who pinned him, and he prevents the cash in. Or Judgment Day jumps Drew, and they just like, your your services are done. Like, you know, we don't need you anymore. And then Priest still tries to cash in after the match. He's got a, I think if Judgment Day wins, Priest has to attempt to cash in. Otherwise, I think it looks a little silly because they've won typically war games. Yeah, one guy only gets pinned or submitted or whatever, but everybody else is out. That's why they can't prevent the the breakup, right? Because they are also neutralized. So let's say that Jay gets pinned. Seth is probably taken out somewhere. Maybe he's out of, maybe, you know, they fight to the back and he can't get taken out, even though the cage is supposed to keep everybody inside. Uh, maybe, maybe that's how he can't get pinned and that's where they get around it. But I think if everybody's in that cage and Judgment Day wins, the cash in should happen. Otherwise, I think it looks a little silly because typically they're going to stand tall at all of that. So it becomes, does the cash in happen and actually happen? Or does the cash in try to happen and Drew does end up? preventing it but then you're really baby facing drew a little bit there and i don't know if you want to like paul white him turn 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 i mean that would be fun no who am i kidding uh here's here's the big question does shinsuke nakamura come in and beat down cody rhodes during the war games match or the following monday to set up their holiday feud Um, sorry, I'm getting a message from the wife. Oh, Say no. that again. Does Shinsuke Nakamura come in and take out Cody Rhodes during the War Games match, or does he set that up Monday to start Cody Rhodes's holiday feud against Shinsuke? One more time. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, Shinsuke Nakamura. Will he show up in the War Games match and take okay. out Cody Rhodes? Or will they wait until the Monday after war games to start their feud that will last okay. and through the holidays? 
it's not going to happen at the war games match. Like, why not? No, that's not happening. That's that's dumb. I don't like that. I don't need anybody interfering in the war games match. That's stupid. I agree. That yeah. being said, <laughs> would they do it? That yes. being said, it's stupid. But they would do it. Uh, so you think that it'll start on the Monday Night Raw following the war games? If they're going to feud, sure. I, why is that the feud? Why is this the plan? Seems like the the term you're you know you're privileged was a direct shot at Cody Rhodes. Out of everyone oh. in that war games match, out of everyone, like who else? Who else is privileged on the Raw roster? J- Jey Uso. All of them. They got jobs. They're all privileged. Stop it. Nakamura has a job too. <laughs> ah, I mean, Cody. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, there's got to be other second Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. They're Triple H's kids. Like you can, you can take that however you want to take that with the privileged thing. You can spin that in a million different ways to do the feud. It feels to me like it's a Cody Rhodes feud. Okay. Especially. And, and again, it just goes into the rumble. It culminates with the, I can't be qualifying match because really they should both be in the rumble, but it feels like yeah. it's something that they'll blow off in a big steel cage over the holidays, like on Monday night raw live from wherever we're taping on the holidays. Let's take a look at the calendar. January 1st live from San Diego, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Cody Rhodes in a steel cage match. Happy new year. Shinsuke is not going to be on that show. Why not? San Diego, he's be surfing, brother. That's true. He's going to spend the day. He's going to show up in his wetsuit to wrestle at 11 o'clock. He's just going to be the overrun. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's kind of where my brain's at. I I do think Shinsuke's going after Cody. I don't know. There's no one else that really makes sense. I I, I agree. Like, I'm fine with a Shinsuke Cody feud as a bridge to the Rumble and everything. Um, I, 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 I can see that. I don't have an issue with it. I, I, but there should not be any type of Shinsuke interference at Survivor Series during war games. That's stupid. So I agree with that. I bring it up just because like, it's something that would have happened maybe last year. I'm hoping that it's not something that goes over this year. Yeah, I don't think they're doing anything like that with the, the interference and and stuff in this match. Because... It sounds like they, and again, we're all speculating and kind of fantasy booking stuff. um, Kind of fantasy booking stuff. But we're already potentially overbooking this anyway with a Drew turn, a Randy turn, a cash in. We don't need to throw in a Nakamura uh, interference in the middle of all of this. Well, that's why I took out the, uh, the Randy Orton turn altogether and the Drew turn. To me, it's like, Drew didn't turn. Drew's just like, I'm joining you guys because you're an effective unit. And I feel like Drew, like we said earlier, I feel like Drew's going to say, I'm going to win this match. I'm going to pin Seth Rollins and I will get my world heavyweight championship match because he said it to Seth. He's like, I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up. What's the best way to work your way back up without starting from the bottom? You pin the champion again. Yeah. And again, I think if he does pin the champion, then it becomes okay. Why? When's Priest going to cash in? He should cash in. Do they take out Drew to neutralize the cash in? Does Drew prevent the cash in 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 that case? So I think there's some good angles you can play if Drew ends up winning. And does Randy lay out Jay with an RKO and all of that? 
no interference. I don't think Cody wants the interference either to set up his next feud. You can easily do that the next or two nights later on Raw, set up whatever Cody is going to to set up. I still don't know if it's going to be Cody. He's still got stuff to do with like Jay and Sammy and everything. I don't know if Nakamura and Cody is a is is, is a thing that's going to happen. But I, I see what you're saying of the privilege thing. But again, you can spin that any way you want to with any member of the roster and say how this is how they are privileged. It just feels like they've been building this for so long that they have to watch out and not become the Alistair Black knock on my door story where he then goes after Big E and then gets fired the next week. Well, they got to give Nakamura a win off of this because he lost those matches to to Seth. So that's why I kind of hope it's not Cody because Cody ain't losing these matches. Like you gotta, I, I like this stuff that they're doing with Nakamura at some point. You got to make him credible by having him beat somebody credible. If he just keeps losing big matches, then what's the point? Well, he beat Otis. Like he did, he had a match against Otis and it'll probably turn into a match against Gulak. Like again, I know it's alpha Academy and you know, it's alpha Academy, but they're going to give him a string of wins to at least make him look credible to eventually have a match against someone like Cody or whoever he's calling out where he loses, or maybe he wins the first one. And they listen traditionally in wrestling, you do a steel cage match as the blow off in the third match. Maybe this just becomes the whole holiday season of Cody versus Nakamura. We do a condensed feud that just goes until, you know, until the new year or maybe until before the rumble. Okay. Maybe. I mean, we will we will see if, if that's if that's the direction with Nakamura and Cody. I mean, it's obviously gonna be Nakamura and CM Punk. That's the real privilege yeah. here. Nakamura's yeah. doing GTSs, Nakamura's making a bunch of references to, to CM Punk. So I don't know why we're speculating about Cody. It's obviously CM Punk. Look in my eyes, what do you see? Nakamura go to sleep. There you go. Good job, Joel. Shytown Spurs had to super chat earlier saying, very happy Troll was able to get down from the NXT roof in one piece. Yes, I even knocked over a cameraman on my way down. Did you know that I can live up there rent-free and I don't have nice. to face? Well, I don't have to face any new talent like this or build new talent. If I stay on the roof, I'm doing my job. I am at work, but I am not being called upon to do things that I don't need to do. Give me the main event. What if someone throws you off the roof? Then I come back in about 20 minutes smoking a cigarette and not even soaking wet and i do my match and i win do you hear the story behind that we talked about it on this show oh, i forgot Sullivan interview. i don't remember i don't remember what we talked about on this show well let's talk about aew dynamite preview is ready to go all right, we have we have a tremendous lineup tonight, everybody, for AEW Dynamite. It is the beginning of AEW Full Gear Week. It's going to be one of the biggest weeks in AEW history as AEW Full Gear takes place this Saturday live from the Kia Forum in Los Angeles. But tonight, AEW Dynamite, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS. We have the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. They'll be in action at Full Gear, but before they get to Full Gear, they'll be in action tonight on AEW Dynamite against Penta El Zero Miedo and Commander. Uh, Ray Phoenix was not able to make this match, but Penta El Zero Miedo has found a worthy replacement at Commander. They take on the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. Tonight, AEW Dynamite. And then this Saturday at AEW Full Gear, the Young Bucks will be in action against the the Golden Jets, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. If the Young Bucks win, they will retain their AEW Tag Team title shots. And they'll also 
do trio stuff with Kenny Omega as well, but they're going after the tag team titles, but they also want to do trio stuff with Kenny Omega. Just get that correct. But if the young bucks lose and Jericho and Omega got to like break up too, if the young, the the jets, they're, they're going to move from Winnipeg to Atlanta. They're going to become the Atlanta to, to those hockey stuff. Everybody, uh, they will no longer be the Winnipeg, the golden jets. They will be the, uh, silver thrashers. Boom. Nailed it. Sounds awful. Silver thrashers. Tony, go back to Jacksonville. (laughs) The young bucks will be in action. A W full gear against the golden jets, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. If Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho win, they will become the number one contenders for the A W tag team titles. They will get the shot that the young bucks earned at wrestle dream. That was never referenced for like three weeks until we finally remember to reference it on television. Also tonight on AEW dynamite live APM Eastern TBS Orange Cassidy and Hook, Orange Hook, Hook Cassidy, whichever you want to call them. They will be in tag team action against John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta of the Blackpool Combat Club. This is a big match ahead of AEW Full Gear when Orange Cassidy will defend the AEW International Championship against John Moxley in a rematch that he's really been looking forward to since AEW All Out when John Moxley beat Orange Cassidy for the AEW International Championship. Plus, tonight we have the most colorful matchup in AEW history as Red Velvet takes on Sky Blue. And the winner of the match will be added to the AEW TBS title match this Saturday at AEW Full Gear. It'll be a triple threat match with Chris Statlander, Julia Hart, taking on the winner of the most colorful matchup in AEW history, Red Velvet against Sky Blue. Yes, Joel. Uh, Tony, why did this match get labeled a TBS title eliminator match when traditionally the eliminator matches are saved for matches against the champion to see if the champion can beat off, well, that's a bad choice of words, the challenger in the eliminator match? Well, you will be eliminated from the TBS, from competing in the TBS title match this Saturday at AEW Full Gear, live on pay-per-view from the Kia Forum in Los Angeles. The loser of this match is eliminated from competing in that match. That is why it is an eliminator match. Joel Pearl, thank you. That's a great question, Joel. We, and you've had a string of great questions. That was a great question. Anyway, I made it. AEW Dynamite. I'm, I made it. Do you have a question? <sighs> yeah. Um, um, uh, how do you cancel an appointment at a sperm bank? That's a great question, Sean Ross Sapp. You well, call them I'll and tell you. them that you can't come. Great question, Sean Rossap. I'll tell you, AEW Dynamite live tonight at TBS. You're going to want to come for the Like a Dragon Gaiden Street Fight. Kenny Omega, Paul White, Kota Ibushi, and Chris Jericho taking on the Don Callis family. Kanosuke Takeshka, Powerhouse Hobbs, Kyle Fletcher, and Brian Cage. You will want to be there. You will want to come see this street fight tonight on AEW Dynamite live on TBS. It is the our great crossover with Sega and the... The name that I forget, a great crossover with, with Sega and Yakuza. Like, Yakuza, like, like a dragon. Dragon Gaiden. Yes, yes. I know the like a dragon part. It's Yakuza. Uh, the, the Yakuza spinoff, like a dragon Gaiden street fight tonight, live on AEW Dynamite TBS. That game is available now. You can get it on all platforms and Steam. Get the like a Gaiden street fight. Get the game. Watch the street fight. Come to the street fight. Kenny Omega, Paul White, Kodo Bushi, Chris Jericho against the Don Callis family, Kanosuke Takeshita. Powerhouse Hobbs, Kyle Fletcher, Brian Cage. Tonight, what will happen in the Like a Gaiden Street Fight live on AEW Dynamite, live on TBS at 8 p.m. Eastern. Plus, we're going to hear from MJF following last week's attack on the Acclaimed where the Devil and his henchmen attacked the Acclaimed Max Bass. 
Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, and badass Billy Gunn, daddy ass Billy Gunn, were attacked by the devil and his henchmen. Max MJF Maxwell Jacob Friedman was very upset about this attack. We're going to hear from the AEW World Champion, even though he doesn't have the title. He's the AEW World Champion. MJF, we're going to hear from him tonight. He's also one half of the ROH Tag Team titles. You can catch him tonight live on AEW Dynamite TBS speaking to the great AEW audience. You can also catch him in action this Saturday. AEW Full Gear. He's going to be in action twice, everybody. You can come see him twice this Saturday at AEW Full Gear. He's going to defend the ROH Tag Team Championships by himself, maybe with a mystery partner against the Guns, Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn. And then he will be in the main event defending and trying to win back the AEW World title against Jay White. That is MJF against Jay White and our big headlining matchup this Saturday at AEW Full Gear. But before we get to Full Gear, to kick off Full Gear this week, it is AEW Dynamite live tonight on TBS. Thank you to the great AEW audience. Thank you for watching and supporting AEW. We have a tremendous lineup for tonight for everybody. AEW Dynamite live, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS. Justified, this is awesome chant. Thank you to the great AEW fans. Did we get the, the Moxley tag? Yeah, I said that. Orange Hook, Cassidy Hook, John Moxley, yeah. Wheeler Yuta. I mentioned that. Well, sure. Listen I'm, to the product, Joel. Never. No, I was I was way too way too confused by Sean's run and thinking he was part of the bit and then realizing he was very much not part of the bit and didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Although I would love to see him actually pull that shit in a real uh, media call setting. Well, tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, AEW's Tony Khan will speak to the media. Did that just come out? Is that happening? Nah, that was uh, that was announced yesterday. But uh, yeah, that's a- Joel. Can I, I can I express? I'm gonna express my dread again on Friday. Can I express my dread for Saturday night? Of course, I know what you're gonna say, and I largely agree with it. So let's go. They're in. They're in the West Coast. They're they're on the West Coast. This show for me. It's going to end at midnight as all these AEW shows end. Then we got to wait 40 minutes for the press conference to start. And then it'll finally start. And then it'll go until, you know, two and a half hours, right? It's going to go longer because what, what is midnight in California? Nine o'clock. Tony Khan's going to be sitting up there at nine o'clock, really nine 40 by the time it starts. Because again, you got to wait 40 minutes, but it's only going to be nine 40 in California. That's all. 9.40. Are you trying to play like the music? It's coming through terribly. Stop it. Here we go. All I'm hearing is like feet. No, please turn it. No. Getting you ready for your press conference. You're going to get us copyrighted. AEW is going to no, find this video. They are going to. It's in our background music folder on this thing. Well, you still might get us copyrighted. It's going to be 9.40 in California. Tony's going to be like, oh, it's only 9.40. We got all the time in the world. And I'm going to be here on the East Coast and be like, Tony. It is 1240 on the East Coast. And then it's going to become 1140 on the West Coast. Tony's like, oh, it's only 1140. It's not even midnight here. And like, Tony, it is 240 on the East Coast on a Saturday. We got things to do on a Sunday. Don't you have a Jaguars game to go to tomorrow? Like, can you figure something out? Don't do it to me, Tony. Please don't don't do it to me, Tony. I guess Sean's here saying, oh, okay. He didn't even know the pay-per-view. Sean, AW Full Gear, live this Saturday from the Kia Forum, 8 p.m. Eastern, on pay-per-view. Well, no, I don't know if you saw this, but yesterday, AW put out a tweet saying that it was on Sunday with the banner that said the show was on Saturday. 
social media team is on it as usual. Jeff! It's on Saturday. Like, just don't, please don't have, like, I know Tony thinks that the, the whatever time zone he's in or that everybody is built like him. No, we're not. We're not. It, it's going to be still early on the West Coast. Remember us East Coasters, Tony. The people who come to all of these shows in Chicago and New York, remember us East Coasters, please. Just just remember us when it's only 940 on Saturday, but it's 1240 over here on Sunday on the East Coast. Please just remember us East Coasters. That's all I'm asking. I don't want the East Coast to be forgotten. You'll never be forgotten on the East Coast. Although I, I- it feels like it sometimes. I did just realize that if I wanted to come home on the Sunday, take the red eye Sunday night, if I if I go to Hard to Kill and I stick for the TV tapings, I just realized that I could do that because the TV tapings will probably finish by like nine o'clock. <laughs> Maybe not because they're TV tapings, so they could start later. Pay-per-view is going to end at like nine o'clock. I'm all, I'm all for that. Let's go. Anyway, um, yeah, I got nothing else to add. Do we want to talk about Friday, What what the plan is? Uh, the plan is for Ricky Shane page of MLW to join us on the show at the top of the show at 10 a.m. Eastern live on in the weeds. Um, so yeah, Rick Shane page is scheduled to join us from MLW. So we'll talk about some MLW with him. I do want to ask him about the taking phones away at independent shows. That was a big topic. I want to dive deeper into his thoughts on that um and uh, yeah and we'll talk about full gear and we'll talk about fallout from dynamite and all that fun stuff so hassan uh banan banas is uh is there going to be a serious preview for dynamite and full gear or is this just a skit Welcome uh typically Wednesday. yeah typically we do more of an actual preview for for dynamite there will we'll, we'll preview full gear on on friday we'll see what happens tonight on uh on dynamite and stuff we large aw conversations typically happen more on fridays and and uh mondays coming off of the weekend but there's no real preview for dynamite should be a good show uh interested to see what mjf has to say and that's sort of it i imagine sky blue is gonna win the the colorful match and should be some some good matches and stuff street street fight would be fun i imagine i hope uh i do hope that like kenny omega pulls out a uh a a sega saturn and like hit somebody with it. Those things are pretty expensive. So grab a Dreamcast. We've already done that. That was a yeah. they did that on Impact. They made a big deal. Yeah, they did a sixty four on Impact. But like this is a Sega. Oh, they've done both. They've done both. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just saying that's what I want. I want him to hit somebody with like a, a Sega Saturn. So I think that'd be funny. There you go. Looking forward to talking with RSP on Friday. He's got a big ladder match coming up. Uh, him and his tag team partner, Akira, take on Second Gear Crew for the MLW World Tag Team Championships. Again, that's a ladder match. So we're looking forward to talking to RSP about that and plenty more. Uh, put your phones in front of your faces and drop a thumbs up on your way out, okay? Uh, and of course, you can subscribe to the channel because we drop content every single day. Again, we send our best to 
Haley and Kylie. The Tag Talk Girls did their last show this past Monday. Go watch that. It was fun. Jeremy showed up. Kate showed up. Uh, all the friends showed up. I was unable. I was I was on the road, so I couldn't Yeah, do you're it. not a friend. I, I literally got off the subway, and I'm like, I'm going to join now. And then I saw they weren't live anymore, and so I just sent them each a, a, a DM uh, expressing my thanks and my appreciation for them. So I send it here as well. Jeremy, is there anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Yeah, Haley got fired, and she didn't quit. She got fired. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she, she is the enemy. That's her. right. The enemy. Yeah. That's right. Do you know your enemy? Your enemy. No, we got to play enemy by Fozzie so that people think she's actually re-signing with us at the next pay per view. Can do. I can. I can. I can do Drake. Please don't. I got enemies. Nope. Got a lot of nope. enemies. Nope. not interested. Trying to take. In trying no to rob me of my energy. Nobody likes Drake. Nobody likes Drake. We getting out of here? You done? You good? Do you want me to sing some more? Nope, not at all. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you on Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern for another one of these, whatever they are. Cheers. <laughs>